Alright, starting. Welcome, Internet, to the Away Party Podcast, where we're going to talk about... Hey, right. Kyle, that's the wrong name. What did I say? What is it called now? You said Away Party, it's Away Team, remember? Dang no, it, we'll change it to Wait, did I, look at the, did, I, did I name everything wrong then? You might have. It's like, wait a minute. <laughs> no, it's all good. It's all good. So, um, welcome, Internet. Welcome to the Away Party Podcast. Uh, I'm your host of this evening. You can just call me Kyle. Um, and here we can, we talk about uh, nerd culture, video games, movies, tech, uh, comic books. You name it, we're in it. Um, we're going to go ahead and go through all kinds of different subjects, topics. In this show, we're going to talk about the DC Cinematic Universe. We're going to talk about you know the Video Game Awards show. That happened. And much, much more. So, uh, with me today is my two co-hosts. Uh, first off, on my right, we have my boy Andrew. Say what up to the people. How's it going, people? Cool, cool. And then on my left, we have my boy Derek. I like to call him D-Money. Say what's good. It's all good. Good to be on the show, guys. Alrighty. So, this is the first episode. Yay. Everybody, I, I can blare horns here, or I can do it in post, but... <laughs> there you go, see? <laughs> so, dramatic dramatic horns in post, please. Right. <laughs> so, first episode, this is going to be a little bit rough, but whatever. Um, and hey, another nerd podcast as if there aren't enough of those out there what's what's one more you know what I mean? there's never enough there's never enough exactly so um going through our show and notes here we got a lot of crazy stuff that's been happening lately um some some of this is kind of old news but to be honest like it's it's probably gonna be talked about for a little bit for a while so we'll so this is gonna be a very interesting show so as far as the show goes though you can catch us on anchor.fm and soundcloud the links for either of those um, platforms will be in our uh, bio so starting out with our first topic which was if i remember what i said it was going to be the walmart gaming pc that's right walmart gaming pc all right and now andrew you're a little bit more um I think you have a little more details on this particular topic, so tell us about it. What's What happened with the Walmart gaming PCs? So, for some unknown reason, I mean, you know, other than money, uh, Walmart decided to get into the gaming PC market. And by Walmart, I mean they, they paid some system integrator to, to build some systems for them. And to no one's surprise, they did horribly at it. There have been many YouTube videos, um, some in-depth ones, such as Gamers Nexus, that really broke down just how bad this thing was for the price. Called and who will give us the cheapest bid. Pretty much, <laughs> yeah. Um, some of the things that were wrong was really they hot glued in the USB 3.1 header. Let's put it that way. They literally hot glued it in so it wouldn't pop out. Um, yeah, that's really, that's, that was a little bit weird. 
Yeah, yeah, and it wasn't it wasn't just a one off deal because I saw several reviews where it was the same thing. So it's like a operating procedure they hot glue it in there. Um, Gamersnet just did a, a full case review as far as thermals, and they are terrible with that tempered glass being in the front of the case blocking those three fans. There was like three millimeters of space, I believe what they said. Yeah, it was between really the two. Small. Yeah, like uh, just barely fit like your finger inside. It's crazy. Yeah, no, you no, it was just and the price they want two thousand ninety nine dollars for this. So yeah, it's way overpriced. That's what that's what uh, OP stands for. Not overpowered, but overpriced. <laughs> like a really a terrible motherboard. A, a, basically, the best thing out of that was that the graphics card was from Gigabyte, which is a good reputable brand. But other than that, everything else was just so so. And um, I just saw today, I believe, that they contacted people who bought that first round of them. Um, offering a refund or an exchange because there was something wrong wow. with them, but they wouldn't say what was wrong with them. That's shady. Yeah, so uh, stay away from the Walmart PC desktop. They've been trying to steal from the Best Buy, Big Daddy Best Buy's market. And uh, I don't know, they're succeeding, but it's, it's definitely going to be a, a niche market of people that are just looking for a gaming computer that they can pull off the shelf. I mean, obviously, if you knew what you were, what you wanted, you're going to be building a PC anywhere. So that was the, that's the thing to me, though. For that price, you can get a very similar spec machine from some trusted SI system integrators, sure. and and have better warranty, better support. That was the other thing. Their customer support was terrible. Uh, I believe they tried calling in Gamers Nexus did, and it was so bad to get yeah, anyone was, to support the product. It was terrible bad. And that's the thing too, because it's like with Walmart though, do you really expect that good of customer service? Like, no. would you? I mean, like if something would go wrong, it's real convenient to take it back to the store, but right. for anything else, um, I did see one video where the they did not plug in the six pin power to the graphics card on the machine at all. So that's the thing. If someone who is looking to buy this machine, they'd buy it and they get to work out of the package. Right. And when you have things like that, they're not going to know, and that's just going to look make them look worse. And think about, too, yeah, like you said, <clears throat> you kind of mentioned it, is, like, think about the people who are buying these systems. Um, it's just usually people who don't know a lot about computers, who people not like ourselves who are able to just go ahead and build our own computers, you know? Um, so let's say like little Timmy's grandmother decided to get um, her grandson uh, a, a gaming PC, but of course she doesn't know too much about um, computers or anything like that. She doesn't computer. know what a computer. Yeah, she don't know what a Core i nine, Core i seven. She she don't know any of that. So it's like if you if you're gonna be a system integrator, you gotta understand like where your market's gonna be towards or the type of customers you're gonna get. Because I feel like that's going to be such a common mistake or common trap uh, for a lot of people when they're getting these computers. But well, what I saw too on on some of the reviews, they it looks like they did a good job on things like LEDs. You know, think things that are easy for anyone to appreciate, whether you're a layman or yeah. you're tech savvy and you understand what's going on. But that's it's it's just like you you see where they put their budget in. Mm-hmm. And it, oh, it doesn't oh, yeah. entirely line up. The the case looks good. The, yeah. the fans yeah, look really good. Cool. They got the yeah. they got the RGB going there. Different patterns. 
it looks really good. And the cable management wasn't horrible in the case, other than not being a, you know, no, no custom sleeves, nothing like that. So, but other than that, I mean, they did stuff. But, but like the weird thing they did was they, there's no USB 3 on the, on the case at all. Which is insane. Instead, they have the USB 3 going to a Type C like expansion card in the back. Yeah. Which, like, it was barely, like, like visible. I saw, like, it looked like uh, part of the case was kind of covering it up. So I was like, I don't even know how, like, effective that really is going to be. But, which is, like, cool. Yeah, you're adding Type-C. But then again, it's like, if it's not on the front, then who really cares, you know? It's like, if, if you're not having USB 3.0 on the front of the case, it's like, what year is it? You know? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's 2018. We need USB 3.0 on the front of our PCs, please. Come on. Especially when you're dropping two grand on a machine. Oh yeah. It's almost 2019. Yeah. Be higher yeah. There, True. Right? And then the other thing was that I gave this Nexus. They purchased the high end machine, which was the the specs were an i7 8700 with a GTX 1080 Ti, a 512 gigabyte SSD, two terabyte hard drive, and 32 gigs of RAM. And what they actually received was the $1,400 version, which is the i7-8700, a GTX 1070, a 256-gigabyte SSD, 2-terabyte hard drive, and then 16 gigs of RAM. And the biggest thing was that is, it's one 16-gig stick. Oof. Oh. So not even dual-channel. Yeah, that's a that's a, that's a no-go in the tech community, in the PC hardware community. That's... That's pretty bad. And, and that right there shows where Rumble is cutting their profits, that they bought a large batch of 16-gig sticks for either machine. Yeah. Which, you know what? Like, <clears throat> that wouldn't be bad, or it wouldn't be as bad as, like, if they really had a better path of um, upgrading, or if it was a little bit better uh, upgrading path. You know, like, so yeah, it, was, you, it was single channel rather than, like, dual channel. Yeah, it was single channel, and with an odd, it was an odd uh, memory too. Twenty four hundred megahertz. Yeah. So. Like you try to give, you try. I mean, anytime Walmart gets involved in anything, everyone wants to tear down Walmart because Walmart is big and bad. But honestly, like you try to give them a little bit of credit starting off, give them a little bit benefit of the doubt. Of the doubt. I mean, whenever it's so many things that are problems, then you start to run out of excuses. True. Yeah. And, so and that was just thinking too, because it's like you know what. Like Walmart is definitely a if they did kind of start becoming more of a system integrator, um, they're definitely much more uh, accessible than. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Like it, it'd be so. Yeah, but you know the thing is though is what they're also what I was wondering was if their path is to if they're going to sell these machines right are they going to start carrying some hardware so that you have an upgrade path through Walmart? No. No. The answer is no. 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 (laughs) Buy another. Buy another machine. Exactly. So you can't you can't put one together yourself. You buy it from Walmart. True. So yeah, that's just uh, just I it just goes to show that they put profit above all else and are just trying to right. just hurt consumers in the long run and just one more reason that Walmart sucks. <laughs> yeah, and you touched on I think you touched on I think what the biggest flaw of this whole thing was, um, but didn't really talk about it. Uh, the name OP. Like really though. <laughs> Like yes, like Walmart, like Walmart. Let me let me, let me talk to you, Walmart. Really though, like, yeah, and a non-K processor at that. Jesus, it was it was all kinds of bad. Um, so well, for the it, price, because I'm okay with a non-K if you're not 
I mean, not every m most of these these pre-built machines are not going to have overclockable processes, but some of them do. Right. If you're paying enough money, you get yeah. one. You know. Yeah, I mean, if you're paying two grand, though, you expect to get a. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. And while well, too, I could also see like, yeah, maybe some people in that market are not looking to uh, to overclock. Um, but I think it would still do them well to really um, communicate that to really train to really let people know like um, hey if you're looking to overclock this is not the system to do that um, I don't know if, did their highest tier have an overclockable CPU no that is their highest there's only two tiers there's the DTW1 and the DTW2 and basically the only two differences they have the same processor mm -hmm. the lower one has the 1070 and they Cut the uh, SSD in half, so you get two fifty six, and they cut the RAM in half. See, I'm not even I'm not even up in arms about the overclocking. It, it's fine. I figure the thing is, I mean, you don't tell the customer this is something you're not getting if mm -hmm. the customer doesn't even know they're not getting it. But I say if if you're if you're thinking about putting in an overclockable processor, what why even think about that if you're not getting a decent board? You know, just like right. it comes back right. down to the basics, the basics of the build quality. And how you're managing your ventilation and every, everything. Just at least do it right first, and then work on putting in the rest of making the system good in its own unique way. Yeah, I just feel like that if you're going to name something overpowered, it needs to be overpowered. Yeah, and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, OP man. That's what I'm saying. The, the worst marketing ever. Like trying to be well, all you cool make... and gamery. It was like no. Well, you got to make your profit margin. You know, right. you got to you got to make a profit, uh, but make it make sense. Be competitive, not just in price. Be competitive in quality, because otherwise, now that they've got this this brand name out there, mm -hmm. um, granted, you get when you introduce a brand, um, you have to be competitive on price to even be noticed and be able to get a deal with somebody like Walmart. But if you're not going to produce quality you're going to kill the credibility the credibility of your brand and yeah. that's not the way you want to start off yeah going in with the big boys you especially know? when everybody was already not was skeptical yeah everybody was all the skeptical. other brands all the other brands that are big at least have a measure of quality yeah. otherwise they wouldn't be surviving this long yeah they've, they've had a better rapport with the pc community so and also like more, i yeah I want to say the biggest thing that was that also was kind of scared a lot of people was the power supply. Right. Yeah. So it's a, a great wall, which they actually make a lot of power supplies for like Corsair and some of the some of the other big manufacturers. They make the base power supply for them. That's not so bad, but I think the testing showed it was only eighty plus white rated. Ooh. Not even bronze. Wow. Well. So. Yeah. How would you like a your 1080 Ti being powered by an 80 plus white? This this goes back yeah. to Walmart. It goes back to who who decided that they would that they would sell this product in Walmart. Who decided? Who did the the quality testing? Yeah. Well, they who, who opened this thing Walmart. up. It was educated. I guess yeah. they they sent that out to like esports arena or something like that to, to oh, actually God. build them for them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, it's well, just, just all around, just pass completely. It comes down to money. It's a, it is which one are we going to make the most money off of? Because that's that's what it looked like they asked. I just imagine seeing like this uh, southern 
um, styled executive just walks over to a overpowered PC, just smacks the PC. Is like this PC right here can hold all the FPS you want, and like, mm-hmm. yep, it's like <laughs> five thousand dollars or two thousand dollars. Let's go for it. It's like look at this old PC here, man. Look at all these colors. <laughs> exactly. You see, you see, you see all this RGB. That, that's at least another ten frames per second. Like, man, look at these UBS ports, man. <laughs> <laughs> So moving on from that topic, I think we uh, we uh, roasted yeah, I think Walmart. Yeah, we hammered that one good. <laughs> Walmart has been bashed. <laughs> um, something I hope I have I, the opportunity to do that again. That'd be nice. Well, you know what? that's the thing. Like I can I can see a value in them trying this again, but yeah, better. takes up the market. Yeah, like really learn from their mistake. Don't call your PCs OP because that's. That's bound to get you, get yourself roasted. I mean, maybe they'll learn from this. Maybe they'll learn from that's this. That's what I'm saying. And, yeah, yeah. If, if they do, then I can see I can see them um, doing much better. You know, yeah, I, I'm excited I would, to see. Yeah, I would like to see people go to Walmart and see gaming PCs on the shelf. That would yeah. be, you know, because we'll they, at... they already are actually because they're selling like other gaming PCs and gaming laptops and other right. And I know they're yeah. there and some accessories too, some mechanical keyboards and that kind of thing. So that's good yeah. to see. Apparently they have their uh, even their own like their own mechanical keyboard, gaming mechanical keyboard and mouse called like Blackwood or something like that. Yeah, I saw those. Which company? It's Walmart. Walmart. Walmart's actually doing that. Yeah. Um, I mean that's changing up the market. Yeah, it's something. So an old um, coworker told me about it. He's like, "Yeah, it's called Black Widow. It's actually pretty good." And I was like, "I don't, I don't know if I trust that, bro." (laughs) Yeah, I was like, "I don't know about that, bro," but okay. They are picking names that sound like Razor brand names. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, it's not the same. Problems, guys. Anyway, so uh, moving on from that, um, something I forgot to bring up. Um, in this show, uh, we do have an adult beverage uh, every once in a while. Um, and we'll actually will uh, rate a particular beverage if we like it enough. Um, so if you are of age, you can also join us drinking but you don't have to of course you can also drink water if you like um but um andrew you are drinking a tasty beverage right now what you got for us today uh, yes tonight i am drinking cousin eddie from stone cloud brewing right here in oklahoma city it's an imperial stout blended from seed scotch and maple bourbon barrels i want to thank my wife especially for getting that for me before they ran out i was out of town and she went in there all by herself and got it um, and I'm going to give that a, a four and a half out of five bottle caps. It is quite delicious. That's pretty high. That's good. That's really good. And I myself, I am drinking a Cinnamon Chills from the 405 Brewing Company, uh, also local to Oklahoma. Um, it is a barrel-aged imperial style with cinnamon and anko or ancho chil- chilies added. Um, this... Like this, this beer right here um, is really, really good. Um, I don't know what my rating would be. I don't. I I have to go back and like actually look at. What's the flavor? Like, describe the flavor. Flavor. Let me let me take a sip real quick. Hold up. I got you. So it's like a uh, light, or not light. It's it's like a cinnamony, like just oh man. Actually, I mean, uh, D money. You've had it actually before. What's it called again? Cinnamon Chills. Remember when we went to go get the beers that had the float? Oh, that was that place. Yes. That, I had it as a beer float. Yeah. Yes. 
Yeah, so you get one. your beer, and then you go back to that guy in the back or whoever, and they they add they add oh, the yeah. ice cream. Yeah, they have the they have the, the rusty's custard. Yep. Yeah, yeah. He's just sitting in the corner like I'm rusty. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. It was a nice environment. Yeah. It was a relaxed environment. Mm-hmm. Until, until Rusty never, showed you that dead body, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought a beer float would be good. Oh, man, it was delicious. No, it was, it was really good. I never thought to combine beer and ice cream. I thought you guys were crazy. But I should have gone and get some ice cream, man. Um, but, yes, this, even by itself, this, this beer is quite good. Um, I would definitely give this at least a four out of five uh, bottle caps. Really That's pretty good. good. Nice, solid, good, solid upper class. Yep, it's. Uh, it was. I would definitely buy this again if I find found it on the shelf. So, it's like a five out of five bottle, bottle caps. Just mind blowingly amazing. Are we ever going to find a five out of? Five? Uh, I, don't I don't know. I don't know. But if it does, we need like fanfare over it. Oh yeah, I'll, I'll find a soundbite specifically just for that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, so what are we talking about next, Kyle? All right, next, so we talked about Walmart gaming PCs. Um, I don't know if I really want to talk about this or not. Let's talk about the live-action Sonic the Hedgehog movie. <laughs> WT whatever, whatever letter in the alphabet you want to use. Why, why, is, this, why is this movie being made? Who, who asked for this? Who, who really asked right. for this? Targeting fans. Yeah, they're trying to capture the, you know, retro gaming. The Their parents now, they have kids. They're hoping to bring them both in and cash in on it. They're, they're failing, though. <laughs> Cause oh. Have you all seen the... I, the, I haven't the, seen the trailer. Okay, oh. It's not a trailer, actually. It's just like a little, uh, like... Teaser. Teaser poster thing. Go ahead and go ahead and click on that link I have in the show notes, man, because um, it. it'll uh, blow your mind here. I, I did watch it and um, oof. Actually, sure. never mind. My bad. Um, that's that's actually the wrong video. There ain't no link in the show notes. Yeah, there is. Uh, if you look under, or let me see if I can find it here. Put that link because that's actually the wrong one. My bad. Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Let's see if we can find the teaser thing. Oh, that's right. I had to go and find it when you. Yeah, I feel when... like all of the a lot of these little movies that are coming out that we know are going to be horrible. I feel like they were just it was decided in some board meeting between people that own things that it would be a good idea because it would make them lots of money. Right. Pretty much. Which every movie, you plan to make lots of money, but at what price? At what price of defacing your product that is, you know, whatever franchise you have? Okay, I posted a Jim link. Jim in... what? Jim Carrey's going to be in it? Is he? I didn't even see that. James Marston? Wow. I don't know who Ben Schwartz is. Should I know who Ben yeah, Schwartz is? Yeah, no, Jim Carrey's in it. Um, no, but you know James Marsden. Yeah, exactly. Well, he's from Oklahoma, too. Yeah, he's from Oklahoma. Yep. Oh, yeah. Ben yeah. Schwartz Jim is... Carrey is doing Robotnik. Yeah. Really? And Ben yeah. Schwartz, uh, he was the dude from uh, Parks and Rec. John Ralphio. Oh, yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Which I, I still... Know. I don't know how I feel about this, man. You know what? I yeah. want this to surprise me. I want it. I want it to be good. A little bit of me, but I won't get my hopes up. Honestly, I want it to fail so that Hollywood will just stop <laughs> doing this stuff. I re- I really want it to fail. I, I Hollywood, stop it. No, you know, more failure. Nobody asked for this. So I kind of feel like the same way when I first heard about Detective Pikachu. 
Yeah, I know. True. I was thinking, like, oh no, why? And you <laughs> found out. And then I watched the trailer, and I was like, wait, you know, I mean, it might be yeah. funny. Like, I was actually pleasantly surprised by that. Like, I'm not going to see it in theaters, obviously. No. But it might be a real, it might be fun. Oh, y'all ain't real Pokemon fans then. <laughs> I'm going to stroll up in there with a Pokemon t-shirt be like, yeah. He's um, going to come in dressed as, Pico, as Pikachu. No, no, obviously he's going to go as Ash so he can catch Pikachu. There you go. What if, no, what if you go in as Ash and he goes in as Pikachu and you're trying to catch him? <laughs> like, don't tell him what time you're... Like, give him a ballpark time that you're going to the theater and he has to find you. Has, you just have a big blanket that's a Pokeball and you got to just throw it over him. Gotcha. That, that's how we get arrested. I was just saying. Sorry. <laughs> that sounds like trouble. Man. Yeah, let's, let's pass on that one. So, Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, I no, no, it looks terrible. I just, I can't even. Just look at the, the poster. CGI. The like, is, it, is that the thing? Is like, is it going to be CGI? Is it going to be like oh, semi-practical? Yeah. It's, a, it's a mix of the of the two. Who is their target audience? Other than fans, are they gonna are they gonna do ploys at little kids so they can sell toys? Oh, guaranteed, guaranteed merchandise, guaranteed. Oh yeah. I think really though they're trying to pull at like the uh, the retro vibe of the of the people who were playing Sonic on this on the Sega, and retro now they're adults. Vibe is oversold. Yeah. It's it, oversold. Everything is oversold. Yep. There's no original ideas left in Hollywood. No, it's too much of a risk to them apparently can't be original that doesn't guarantee profits well look at um what's the movie called um it just recently came out mortal engines i don't know if you all like that sounds it sounds like okay i heard i heard a brief description of what it's about yeah it sounds like just an epic like fantasy film yeah i mean i guess the books did really well but a lot of times they they just don't translate well to the screen well it's fantasy genre is difficult yeah, for me it's difficult. Also, it's Michael Bay, so yeah, oh, it's too. gonna be over the top. Did that already? Did that movie already come out? Yeah, I it so. did. Yeah, I wonder what kind of reviews it's been getting. Uh, let's check IMDb here. Is it getting destroyed? I like to check Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, that's a good one too. I always take it with a grain of salt because some some movies everyone will hate and the critics will love, and I'll usually, I mean, I usually end up siding with the audience score. So, yeah, usually if the critics hate it and the audience loves it, I, I'll like it. Yeah. So it looks like on IMDb it gets a 6.4 out of 10. And I went ahead and watched uh, Angry Joe. Um, I watched his movie uh, review on this. And that I think that kind of translates into the score. It's like it's kind of above average. The idea was cool, but the execution just wasn't there. It got slammed in Rotten Tomatoes. I mean... Tomato meter is down to 28%. That's pretty bad. Audience score, 58%. But here's the thing. You have to remember, part of the audience score is part of that group of people that says, oh, look, CGI action, good movie. Right. You know? And those people, I find it hard to respect their opinion. And also people who love the book (laughs) and are so into it that they'll watch it. Oh, I forget about that. Okay, that's probably a big part of it. But then again, too, it's also, you can think about, too, like, it's usually the ones who have read the book who are also the most critical of it. Yeah, so, well, so, so there's those so, that are yeah, objective, and then there's those who are just so into the fan base that they'll anything that is they'll they'll love it. The True. emotional attachment to it, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Blind loss. And I and I can appreciate a movie too for being a a um, kind of an action flick, 
even even if the story is terrible, I I can look past that and be like, you know what? I'm just here for the action. I can I can be that way. Yeah. So I can see both sides of it. So I can see probably why it's given kind of an average rating from uh, Oh yeah, definitely. I can totally see how yeah and I do value the spectacle it's just it has a limit it has to have a story that True. at least somewhat supports it yeah like for instance well actually I don't know if this is actually a good what's the word for, a good example um, Star Wars The Last Jedi that movie is hot garbage but I actually enjoyed watching it I enjoyed watching it too because yeah. I am biased by nostalgia yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Characters. And some of the action was really cool, like that uh, scene where uh, Holdo, what's the word I'm looking for, hyperdrived into like the uh, oh yeah into that oh, fleet, yeah. and like just the visual of that was so good. Like because like we've never seen out. yeah we've never seen that in the Star Wars no. media. No. And, uh, but then yeah, and how it was portrayed, I was just like, you know what, that was really cool. That was lit. Problem though, problem with Star Wars though is that wrapped up just because I can I could complain about it for hours. I, know. I, I didn't <laughs> want to mention it, but everybody it was, has. Yeah. The problem is, is they tried to appeal to existing fans, yeah. and they tried to create a entirely new fan base, tried to set themselves apart from the rest of the Star Wars universe. Yeah. And you can't do that. It you can't do both. You can't please both. You're going to alienate one crowd. And the the problem with Star Wars is if you're not going to make these films quality, you're not going to grow that new fan base that you're wanting to create. Right. Um, if you're not, not delivering a good product, and, and then you're alienating your, your old existing fan base, you're not gaining anything. Yeah, you're actually losing both sides. You, they're destroying their, their, their franchise. Yeah. And well, that's the thing, too, because um, I saw what, the, what they were going for. Like you said, they're trying to do something new. Um, while also trying to pander to some of the old Star Wars fans, but it's like you you really can't have it both ways. If you're gonna go for something new, really go for it. Um, and to be honest, if they really had kind of gone for it and went for something completely different, um, then I think I think some people would have really latched onto it if it was executed correctly. Yeah. Well, the issue with the Last Jedi is that it just wasn't executed correctly, or there's tons of plot holes that end up really muting everything else and stop making death stars i'm stop, tired stop of death stars. Stars. yes so i can't i yeah. can't do it no they, they they needed to in my opinion my opinion they needed to either go way back in time before anywhere relevant to the the original trilogy right or the the six movies i should say now that time period or go way ahead in the future Either way, but no, all the near. way in the past. I old want Republic. Old Republic. Yeah, like, no, Old Republic is like yes. They'll so make me that. I promise. They yeah. will not use any of the storylines that they've already created from existing things because apparently Disney does not want to acknowledge or use things that were from before they bought uh, bought the rights to Star Wars. Right. Yeah, they don't want. I mean, they don't want to canonize anything. And they gutted LucasArts. I mean, oh, from yeah. what it really was. Oh, yeah. For, so. for the games that they made. Um, I so. mean, I just recently completed KTOR, and that, that just blew my mind. Yeah. And no, no, spoilers, no spoilers. No spoilers. Well, no, they just won't utilize the storyline if they went back. And, and I'm okay with that if they made it kind of work with it, but they're, they're not, obviously, they're not in 
sticking with any sort of universe that already exists. No, they want they want to make it. They want to Disneyfy it. Yeah, and it makes me sick. Makes it bad. All right, so no Freaking one wants Sonic the Hedgehog. No one. No, nobody wants Sonic the Hedgehog. No. Get, get that trash out of here. Trash. <clears throat> but I hope I hope it's good. The cast, the cast looks kind of cool. I mean, Jim Carrey hasn't really done anything super good in years, but I mean, you never know. You never know. Yeah. yeah. You, you know, actually, what probably would have made this a little more acceptable if it just wasn't live action. I think. I yeah. Think that's yeah. A, I think that's what really is kind of getting to me. If it animated. was just a animated Sonic the Hedgehog voice by these people, I'm totally yeah. down with that. I love Jim Carrey. I think his voice, his energy, his charisma can definitely translate to a decent uh, Doctor Robotnik. I just yeah. don't want to see him on screen in like a weird fashion. You know, what I mean, I don't. I don't need live action. I don't yeah. understand this this push for live actioning things. You don't need to do that. Also, I'm gonna have a really hard time of not seeing Sonic as John Ralphio the entire time when I hear his voice. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, okay, so moving on from that t- topic because it's just making me sad now. Yeah. No. Um, <laughs> on to the next one. Let's go into a bigger topic here. Um, the Video Game Awards show. It happened. Uh, it happened a couple weeks, a few weeks ago, I think. I can't remember. Um, but this uh, Video Game Awards show was. Uh, quite interesting I'll just say um, probably not as I would say off the rails as uh, last year's was I don't know if you guys have, like have watched anything gaming award show at all um, I, I read the article on it. I didn't watch it but I read the article yeah. on it I read highlights okay so last year's kind of went off the rails because of the dude who uh, the developer who made um, a way out in his rant and his uh, hate for the Oscars. So, and, mm. and that was definitely kind of a highlight there. Everybody was like, okay, <laughs> this year's was pretty good. But, um, this year's 2018's was, was not too bad either. Um, it was just okay. Um, the biggest part about it was, first off, Red Dead Redemption was really riding the hype trail and won uh, tons of awards. Um, in fact, let me see. Here. Yeah, they won a lot. That's all that. Yeah, they won a lot of awards. Um, in fact, let's go ahead and we'll go down. Uh, we'll go through some of these um, awards and who won them. Um, we'll skip some of the ones that we really, really don't care about, real quick. And I'll just kind of get your guys' feedback, see what you think. Um, but starting off with uh, content creator of the year, um, the winner was Ninja. Do y'all do y'all care? Yeah, no, it, looking at that list, the one that I see that was, to me, is much more entertaining to watch and a much better just person to me would have been <laughs> Dr. Lupo. He should have been much better to me entertaining-wise. Sure. Yeah, Actually, like, I could see either Dr. Lupo or Pokimane. She's cute, so. Yeah, she got, oh, she got, the, she got the girl factor. Yeah. <laughs> um. But this is also not surprising too, because he's also no. riding off a pipe. Well, and it was Fortnite. and it's, it's fan voted, so you know we have all yeah. the 12, 13, 14 year old kids that are just kind of be spamming Twitter votes. True, and if you think about too, like a lot of these, um, a lot of these content creators, I say that with quotes, it, yeah. they're really just like Fortnite streamers. So, yeah, literally everybody, but but I don't I don't recognize that last one. The other the other four are That's, all. I think he also does too. I don't know. Yeah, they're all Fortnite, which yeah. Yeah, Lupo does, little, little, Lupo does a little bit of uh, mix up here and there, but he's mostly Fortnite also. So yeah, all Fortnite streamers. Yeah, what say you, um, D Money? 
Do you care? What? what? About content nah, I don't care. Okay, cool. <laughs> 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 okay, uh, the next stuff. Well, all these are like esports stuff. I don't think we any any of us really care about that. No, not really. No, I kind of want to get more into esports e- stuff and be following it more, but I don't know. I'm just when yeah. you get to talk about new game announcements because you already know what I want to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there. I'm, we'll get there. So... <laughs> uh, next. Okay, Kyle. What about you? How do you feel about the best fighting game? Best fighting game. Yeah, that's your. That's more your area. The fighting games are more your area. Okay, so I would say definitely deserve it. So best fighting game, the nominees were Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle, which is cool, uh, Dragon Ball Fighter Z, Soul Calibur Six that recently came out, and Street Fighter Five Arcade. Um, Dragon Ball uh, Fighter Z won that one. I definitely think that's warranted because Dragon Ball Fighter Z, I feel like is kind of a a uh, next step into. Um, I'm not going to say a new era or a new age of fighting games or anything like that. It's it's still a 2D fighter game like most of them. I just love the art style in this game because it, it makes you feel like you're in an episode of an anime when you're fighting somebody. Because um, it does like this really cool 2.5D animation type thing. Like the characters themselves are 2D. But, really? But when you go into like a really cool combo or a super move, it ends up like switching the perspective to kind of a 3D view. And it just looks amazing. Like It, it, it just looks cool. It looks flashy. I loved it. Um, I don't. I'm not playing it as much right now. Actually, in fact, I'm playing uh, Street Fighter a lot right now. But still, Dragon Ball Fighter Z definitely deserves that. Deserves that. Uh, that award. I liked it. Okay. Uh, Soul Calibur Six. I wasn't always a huge fan of Soul Calibur games, but um, I I understand why I definitely got nominated. So that's definitely deserved. Um, let's see here. Uh, best multiplayer game. Um, nominees were Black Ops 4, Destiny 2 Forsaken, Fortnite, Monster Hunter World, and Sea of Thieves, or Sea of Z's, as some might call it. Um, what do you think? What do you, which one do you think? What do you, which one do you think won that one? I mean, I think one of them has a clear advantage when it comes to being free to play. Right. <laughs> knife. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, that's the thing too. Like, I want to say it's riding off a hype, but to be honest, like you said, it's free to play, and honestly, it's not that bad of a game. It's it's really it's actually kind of fun. It's free to play. It's pretty well optimized. You can run it on a lot of low end machines. Yeah, and you can play it on your Xbox, your PS4, the Switch, your phone. Yeah, I mean, iOS and Android. Yeah, they, yeah, both. They that's just, they knocked it out the park. Oh yeah, and. They even got Sony to play nice with everybody else on crossplay. Yeah. When did that happen? It already happened. It, well, it happen. doesn't happen very often, though. Exactly. No. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. I mean, that, they're the first one to get Sony to play nice with crossplay. That's because Sony was hungry for that money. Yep. True. I don't blame them. They just slammed down the briefcase, showed that cash, and they just saw uh, They all went yeah, so, See if these, like, it's a cool concept, but. It's just not enough content. Yeah, from what I've seen, it's another pirate game, and nothing, and not a pirate game that really innovates on anything. When it looks yeah, like. I mean, it, it just you get you get oh, it's fun for a little bit of friends, and then it's just like they said, from the reviews I've seen, there's just nothing else to do. Right. Uh, next one, best role playing game. Do y'all care about this one? 
Um, no, not really, not personally. What was it, though? Uh, Monster Hunter World won that one. Played it. Which I want to play it. Um, I have some friends. What kind of game is it? Like, it's role playing, but is it like. It's, is it like second person, top down? Like, what, what are we talking about? What. what uh, third person action. Um, it's a. Definitely, it's an anime game. Um, no. <laughs> well, it, it's still. Ah. It, it's still really. It still looks really fun. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's a third person action game. Uh, it's open world. You. Kind of how it ends. You go around the world hunting monsters. You know what I'm saying? Now that's um, multi- multiplayer, correct? Hmm? Really? Is it yeah, multiplayer? It, yeah, it's multiplayer. Yeah, sorry. Nice. Like Destiny, or like it's kind of like one of the standards where you where you kind of have everything instanced, but yet not really. Yeah, I think so. Um, mm-hmm. I haven't I haven't got around to playing it. I feel like I should at some point, but we'll see. Um, next one, best action adventure game, and really emphasize on adventure here. Um, nominees <laughs> were uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, God of War, Marvel's Spider-Man, Red Dead Redemption 2, or Shadow of the Tomb Raider. So, um, which one do y'all think that, uh, won that one? Either, either um, Red Dead 2 or Shadow of the Tomb Raider. It's going to be one of those. You would be surprised. Probably Red Dead. It was God of War. Really? Yep. I mean, God of War yeah. ended up on that one. That, um, that game had a lot of good reviews and hype. Both, it did. It, it came out earlier, so it got hype, but once, I mean, Red Dead Redemption and Spider-Man kind of like stole from the thunder, but it had a lot of hype there for the beginning. Yeah. I can't have much opinion. I haven't played any of them, so. <laughs> yeah, I have not played none of them, so. Me neither. Just watch some gameplay and see some reviews. From what I can see, um, it's definitely like, because of course Kratos, the god of war, there he he's he's matured, like he's he's a father now, and so I think they kind of really um, are coming off of the uh, Last of Us hype as well a little bit, like, but while also being much more different, you know. So. And I think the thing that I think would probably hurt. Um three of these games was I think God of War, Spider-Man, and Red Dead Redemption are PS4 only. I know Red yep, Dead will come exclusive. to another, will come to the Xbox, exactly. but I believe initially it was only PS4. Yeah. So, some exclusive, some, I don't know, that hurt the game in the overall sense, but I'm sure it made Sony some bank. Oh, really? Totally. I thought it was on Xbox One, but... I, I Initially, it was not. It was there was a short time where it was only on it was the, the PS4 for a certain amount of time before it released to Xbox. Yeah, gotcha. Uh, let's see. Next one is best action game. Um, so just action. Um, the nominees were Black Ops Four, Dead Cells, Destiny Two, Forsaken, Far Cry Five, and Mega Man Eleven. Yeah, I don't. I mean, which one do you think won? Definitely not Destiny Two. That game has disappointed me so much. Any any game that just milks the DLCs as bad as Destiny does is just going to burn me up. Yeah. Yeah. I've never been that impressed by Destiny's story, but really it's mechanics. Uh, yeah. That's what I like about the game. Even, yeah. even though it's buggy, it, it is a game that you can pick up and play with your friends if you get you know leveled up right and everything. Right, yeah. But yeah, it's just that, like you said, that that DLC game, like, because that's the thing too. When I, because I pre-ordered the first Destiny game, um, 
and it was fun at first, but I was severely disappointed, like you said, talking about. Um, and I was really reluctant to get Destiny 2, but Andrew ended up convincing us. I was like, hey, it's $11, let's give it a try. And yeah, it was, it was super cheap. So. Super cheap, and I, and I feel like we got our money's worth out of it. We um, did, we did. It's and, just it's the DLC creep, because yeah. you start off with the game, and you are told, you are told, well, in order to get these extra features or extra pieces of this game, you have to get the DLC, but you don't have to. You can continue to enjoy the game without it. But that's not really the reality, yeah, right. because it, it really becomes pay in order to continue to play, but pay even more. <laughs> but honestly, to me, I would rather have that model to just me, that model, than a monthly subscription than model. Subscription. Yeah. yeah. You know, I would like the DLCs to be a little bit cheaper, and then I think it would be more reasonable. Yeah, no, I, see, no, I, I would not pay full price for any of the DLCs, no. Like $30 no. is insane. No, that like is 15 is where it should be. Uh, yeah. 15 is where that, that is acceptable. Yeah. Even, even $20, like, it, it'd have to be it has to be a pretty big DLC. And here's the thing. They're not, I feel that they don't space out these DLCs. Like it should be, instead of these seasons that they do, they should just do a yearly giant DLC package. Which, I will pay $20 for that. Which is what they're going to actually with this one. From this one on, yeah. they're doing this. Yes, I was a little burned by the, the, the first DLC, which is no, just no. Yeah. And that's the thing, too, because the two other DLCs in that first season, which was uh, Warmind and uh, Curse of Osiris, um, they were cool. They had a cool theme to it, but yeah. the overall no, story... Osiris was not. Don't don't, don't get yourself caught. <laughs> I mean, it was... Like, like, you don't, you don't want to be in Egypt, man? Like, in space not, Egypt? Just, it was cool, but the thing about Destiny 2 is everything, everything eventually becomes repetitive. Yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's definitely its biggest flaw is like the repetitiveness about it. One I would say um, positive though, I gave Destiny two when we first got it. Um, the PvP is actually a lot more fun. It's so much more yeah. competitive and just faster. Uh, time to kill is faster. It was it was a lot of it was a lot more fun. I had a lot more fun playing PvP in Destiny two than I did in Destiny one. Yeah, I, I enjoy... So the thing that really resonated with me with Destiny 2, see, I never played the first one, but as a multiplayer game that you can play online, the aesthetics are great. I want to say amazing uh, in lots of ways. Just in, and like I said, the gunplay and just the way that the world feels. Um, it does a really good job of, of sucking you into that and, and, and holding you for a while. Even though it has some rough edges um, on the on the general story of yeah. the game, mm-hmm. um, the way that it's presented is, is very easy to digest. Yeah. And that's what kept me in it for as long as I was. True. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just I get a little burnt out by the grind at the end there. Yeah, the grind, the grind. And, and yeah. the hardcore players love that, but I'm just not one of those people. Right. Yeah, I'm not either. But who was so the winner though of the best action game was Blackout. Right. Yeah. Let's let's get back on subject here. Yeah. Sorry. sorry. <laughs> no, it's all good. It's all good. Um. So Dead Cells on that one. I don't know what that game is, but nope, neither. Dead one. But now let's speak my but, interest. Doesn't surprise me that that um, Black Ops Four did not win. I mean, it's another Black Ops game. I mean, come on. Yeah. No, and nobody was really asking for it. Well, Same thing with Far Cry Five. So <laughs> hold up. Now I hear Far Cry Five was actually really cool. It's gonna. There's gonna it's always gonna be another Call of Duty. But it's got, it's got some, Far Cry. 
Far Cry has mixed reviews on Steam right now. I will still play it probably. Yeah. <laughs> All right, what's 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 next on our on our list here, Kyle? Uh, best VR game, we don't care. Best mobile game, nobody cares about that. Best independent game, nobody cares. Games for impact, nobody cares. Okay, so here is the uh, award that was very controversial about the whole uh, game awards show. Um, best performance, and we're talking about uh, voice actor performance. So best voice actor. Um, the nominees was Brian Descartes as Connor in Detroit Become Human, um, which I've just, I don't know if you guys have seen gameplay on that. No, game. I have nothing. No. Okay, so he, I could definitely see, he, he had to do like a range of different types of emotion for an android. And it, it was a really good performance. Um, next one is Christopher Judge as Kratos for God of War. So, and I, I would say any any voice actor who gets memed as hard as this guy does de- should definitely win this award. <laughs> um, like just all the the memes of boy, boy, boy. Like come on now. Um, Bo. I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna pronounce. Well, let me see. Melissa Melissanthi Muhats. Sorry if I butchered her name. Um, <clears throat> as Cassandra in Assassin's Creed Odyssey. She also had a really good uh, voice part, I feel like. Uh, next is Roger Clark as Arthur Morgan from Red Dead Redemption 2. And last one is Yuri Lowenthal as Peter Parker in Marvel Spider-Man. So, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know any other people, so... Right. Um, but the big controversy is is that Arthur Mor- the guy who uh, did Ar- Arthur Morgan from Red Dead Redemption 2, he won. Um, a lot of people were really questioning this because, like, and I can you can kind of see it too in how he was walking up to receive that award. He kind of came up there like he knew that he that he uh, was going to win. You know what mm. I mean? And and also, but and also too, you can tell just from how he was just talking normally. He didn't have to do much to really play that character. Oh, his voice is—he did his voice. He just—I mean—he had to act like a cowboy. Like I feel like that ain't. There's not much to that, you know what I mean? Um, I mean, we're all from Oklahoma, so it's like we know how to talk Southern every once in a while. But it was just like all you had to do was like talk Southern and cough every once in a while. It's like really though, um, especially over some of these other performances, like the first three I mentioned. Like it's definitely really suspect. It's really suspect. You say what more? You better watch what you do with your mouth. See, he, could, Derek could have played this Arthur Morgan dude on Red Dead Redemption. So, Easy. So, uh, are you saying that the fans got it wrong, Kyle? Yeah, I, I don't think it was the fans. That's what I'm saying. Maybe uh, someone was paid. Wasn't all this fan voted? Am I, am I, am I wrong? This fan voted? It's supposed to be a mix. Oh, a mix. oh, okay. I, th- I think it could it could be fan voted, but if it was fan voted, then I would say yes, the fans got it wrong, and also people were just writing off of the hype of Red Dead Redemption too. Okay, That's so I, I saw a bunch of uh, polls on like like our husbands on Twitter to vote for your favorite, whatever. So mm-hmm. it's it not it's not who is the best, it's who is the most popular. Exactly, yep, it's exactly. a popularity contest. But to be honest, I really feel like uh, the dude who played as Kratos should have won it. Um, he was really cool, um, and the guy who played Connor in Detroit Become Human should have won it too. Either one of those two, I and I wouldn't have been mad if the girl uh, from Assassin's Creed Odyssey won it too. So, 
the last guy who played Peter Parker, I mean, he's he's a seasoned voice actor. He's voice acted a lot of stuff. He's voice acted a lot of uh, animes. Um, so I can see him. <clears throat> I can Anime. see him winning too. But to be honest, he's been around the game long enough. It's time for new people to coming um, shine. Okay, next best audio design. Um, don't really care too much about this, but I'll no, not really care. Block Ops Four, Hori- uh, Forza Horizon Four, God of War, uh, Marvel Spider Man, and Red Dead Redemption Two. Red Dead Redemption Two won that one, which everybody's like, what? So, um, yeah. next best score or music: uh, Celeste, God of War, Marvel Spider Man, Nino Kuni Two, Revenant Kingdom. That's a Weeboo game. Uh, Octopath Traveler, also a Weeaboo, but a good Weeaboo game. Um, and then Red Dead Redemption 2, which won. So, so we're kind of, this is where you kind of yeah. start seeing the, uh, the accessory of the award game show. Um, let's see here. Let me skip through that. Best Narrative, Red Dead Redemption 2 won that one. Um, Best Game Direction, God of War won that one. Best Ongoing Game. Um, it was between Destiny 2, Fortnite, No Man's Sky, No Man's Buy, um, Overwatch, and Rainbow Six Siege. Fortnite won that one. Yeah, so, and, and I was interested to see No Man's Sky on that list, even. <laughs> right. But apparently, even that, the, the last update was really good, but it doesn't make up for the fact of how much it sucked to begin with. Yeah. <clears throat> so, I'm... and I understand why Fortnite won. I mean, yeah. Look how responsive the developers are to, to 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 the community when it comes to adding things or removing things that are that are you know overpowered that kind of thing. So I can understand why they why they won. True. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, last and definitely not least, game of the year. Um, oh boy. Nominees were Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Celeste, God of War, Marvel Spider Man, Monster Hunter World, or Red Dead Redemption Two. Who do you think won? Who won? Who do you think won? I'm saying Red Dead because of the hype train. Andrew? Uh, I'm going to go with uh, God of War just because I think it had, it was, it had the hype to begin with. God of War definitely did win this one. So, <clears throat> I know everybody was, because um, I was watching a stream, watching somebody else stream. Uh, the Game Award show, and they're all like, "Man, if Red Dead Redemption Two won, uh, then I'm calling, I'm calling all kinds of BS on uh, the Game Awards show." Um, but nope, God of War ended up winning it, um, which uh, I, I can see that being well, well deserved. It definitely looks like a very detailed and expansive game. Um, the art design definitely uh, seemed pretty good. Um, you can say this is definitely a. Uh, maturing of Kratos and um, it looked like a pretty interesting story so um, congratulations to God of War who won the Game Awards show Game of the Year way to go for that so, alright so we know the winners now what else was happening to that Game Awards show yes I know I know. Uh, Derek was waiting for this one alright oh, new yeah. game announcements new games alright so I'm really excited about uh, this first one. Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 Black Order is coming. I am so hyped. I have been waiting for a Marvel Ultimate Alliance game to come out since the last one came out. I don't even know when it came out, but it was a long time ago. So does that mean Kyle can be buying a Nintendo Switch? 
I've been yeah. saying I'm going to buy a Nintendo Switch. Hey. <laughs> There's so many games I want <laughs> on that thing. I just, I just got to like break down and actually do it. But uh, next one, Far Cry New Dawn. So it's supposed to be a new Far Cry game. Hold on, you missed you missed the uh, the Rocket League McLaren car pack. So. <laughs> <laughs> I have a great car. That's not a new. That's not a new game, though. Come on, hey, it's a list. It's a list. Okay, fine. It's on the list. Is it? No, it's not. It's. Oh, I, oh I you're looking at the list, right? You're I'm looking at the. I'm looking at the article you linked, and I'm right under the Marvel. The next thing is Rocket League McLaren car pack. Fine. Oh, yeah. Yes, the Rocket League came out with a DLC for the McLaren car pack. What you got that, Andrew? How was it? I did. It's a beautiful car, and I love. I love driving it. <laughs> cool. he, he talks like he actually has it in real life. He's, he's uh, I can I can dream, right? I can dream. <laughs> he rolling up in that yeah. McLaren, boy. <laughs> tap that A button, man. Just skip over some traffic. If only, skip a car. If he a little boost. <laughs> yeah. And um, you get you get places real fast. Yep. Oh yeah, real fast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what's the actual next game? Um, Far Cry New Dawn, which it really looks like a DLC, but apparently it's a whole new game. It's supposed mm-hmm. to take place right after five, so we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Um, Not excited. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll have to play five just kind of see how much excitement I'll, I'll actually get for New Dawn, but we'll see. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, next one, Hades, uh, which looks meh. Uh, yeah, not really my thing. Yeah. Next one, Scavengers, which looks like another um, Battle Royale game, which we're going to talk about that. Um, uh, I mean, it's, yeah, it's a multiplayer survival shooter. So I watched the trailer and just... It, I, I got like a Halo meets um, Hunger Games vibe of it. Yeah. And I don't know. It's like I'm just burnt out on Battle Royale games to be to be very honest. So it's yeah. like it was not on my radar radar. Oversaturated genre. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, next. And I know D Money is he's, he is Yeah. He is pulling out his credit card right now. That's <laughs> a pre that's a pre order. That's a buy and switch. I never, I'll never pre order. I don't know, but man. I would. <laughs> you gonna be buying that buying that PS4? And I feel sick. No, no, no. So the question is, what console will I have to invest into this one? So let's go go ahead and tell them what what the, the game is. Crash Team Racing Nitro Fuel. So they finally oh, yeah. did it. They finally did. It's it. been so long. So for me, I have a very long attachment to this the the Crash Bandicoot franchise. I grew up with my PlayStation. This game was my child. The original Crash Team Racing game was my childhood. I mean, I had the parties. I had, we had our buddies. We get, we'd find a TV and hook it up and hook up the old PlayStation. I have played this game since, from when I was a little kid, like six, seven years old, all the way until I think the last time I played this game was, was I think, late last year. Um, but it's still still going strong, still going strong in my memory. But it has been since 2003, I believe, since a kart racing, a crash team racing game has been made. And that was, I think it was Crash Nitro Kart, which I never actually played, um, but it did have um, some good multiplayer from what I hear. I don't know if it had online play. I would imagine it would. Um, 
but I'm really excited to see the, what they're doing with this game. I saw from the, uh, just from the little preview, you can see, you'll notice some original maps um, mixed in with new maps as well uh, put into this game and uh, really get to appreciate some of the more refined graphics that we can that we uh, get to see from uh, the newer consoles that we are now able to work with and uh, really really I'm really just so excited um, <laughs> I will buy probably a switch for this because it's going to come out on switch ps4 and Xbox one it's said to be on June 21st of this year, well, of next year, of 2019. Oh, um, so it's confirmed on Twitch? That's what I've, what I've read. Um, nice. PlayStation yeah. 4, you would think they would launch that first and then bring along Xbox One and Switch. I could see that. But, I yeah. think they still might do it. They can do, like, a uh, timed exclusive. I can see that. Yeah. I mean, I really wish this would all just release on PC as well, like like they've done with other Crash games recently. Mm-hmm. But so actually, actually, that wouldn't Eric, make me buy a console. <laughs> if you remember, this is one of the very first games that you and I played together when we first met. Yeah, you're right. We played with your uncle at his house. Like This is one of the very first games that we played we together. The tap, uh, the tap you could hook up. Like I think you could have six, was it six people you could have on one screen so we would hook up like we'd get this giant TV hooked up. At least I remember doing this when I was a kid. We'd find a giant TV used at my grandpa's house. We would hook up a tap and just have, you know, six people racing against each other. It was insane. It was insanity, yes. Well, they had it. I knew I knew some guys that had. I knew a guy that bought a back in the day a PS3, so the way he could download this game and play it again on his PS3. I guess they re-released it. Not a remaster, though. They did not remaster it. They just ported it just over port, to PS4. Yeah. 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 So my question is, if they do it on, on PS4 and Xbox One, please tell me they're going to have the couch co-op option. They will. If they don't... They would have to. If they don't, I will be more than angry. Yes. I will, yes. I will rage. <laughs> it would, here's the thing is it is it wouldn't make sense i mean look at a game like mario kart right, right. you have to have that you yeah, can't just like uh, rocket league yeah you can't yeah. kill the couch option when you're playing a kart racing game yeah. and what's really going to do it for me something that we did not have in the original game which which i keep on skipping over crash Nitro kart because i don't know that game at all but I know in the original game, PlayStation 1, you didn't have online play. You had yeah. to be sitting right next to the person. You could screen peek when you were in a battle. You know, you could see exactly where they're at. You could cheat. And that was part of the game. Whenever you're able to play with your friends online, I mean, granted, you deal with a little bit of lag, but right. I mean, that's going to be amazing. I mean, if they just. If they just re-released the original game and gave me online play, I'd be a hundred percent happy. Yeah, 100% no, happy. If, if I get it on PC, I would buy it. Full but if they pull this off, if they pull off not only up to that standard, but they go beyond my original expectations and they make this great, if they make this game great, um, then I mean, I I will buy a Switch and actually be satisfied with my purchase entirely for this game. 
Right. We know what we know what demon you'll be doing in June. I was yeah. gonna say, so he's saying Crash Team Racing is a console seller. That's I have put all of my chips down on this one, and I never do that. Dang. Never do it. Okay. I have that much of an attachment to Crash Team Racing. All right. Let's hope that uh, it doesn't backfire on you. Let's it is the forgotten. Right. See, I feel like the anything the racing the the kart racing genre is just overshadowed by Mario Kart. Oh yeah, but Crash like in Mario Kart, you know, you're throwing bananas, you're throwing shells. In in Crash, I mean, you're throwing grenades, you're yeah. dropping TNT and nitro boxes on people, yeah, you're, you're shooting missiles. It's like it's like the mature version of Mario Kart. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's yes. the gr- it's the grown man's Mario Kart. Grown man, grown man Mario Kart. Yeah, crash and racing. Fond memories there. Yeah, when I when we were kids, I mean, I would always joke and say, well, people would say, oh, we just loved Mario Kart on our N sixty four, and I'd say, well, I got a PlayStation one. They're like, oh, do you have Crash Team Racing? And I just always <laughs> tell them, yeah, it's so much better. Yeah, forget Rainbow Road, man. <laughs> uh, I was gonna say because, like, yeah, they yeah. they make plenty of Mario cards, you know, year after year. But Crash Team definitely get that love, um, like it should have, I guess. Um, it's about time for that. It's, it's gonna about, get my love. It's about time for that. All and, of it. And you know what? I kind of saw this coming a little bit whenever they re-released uh, the original Crash uh, game, Crash Bandicoot games. So, yeah, this is this is a this is a good step forward. Uh, we all know we're not going to be able to see D Money for months now. He's going to be holed no. up in his house <laughs> playing Crash Team. So, yep, send me work and then then Crash Team. Right. Like I'm, I'm going to send a link of that trailer to a few people, and some some of these people I haven't talked to in years. They're going to not only we're not only going to get together when this game comes out, but we're going to buy Nintendo Switches or PS4s or whatever. So, so you're selling entirely like. Just from your friends, like three or four consoles sold, right? Yeah, yeah. Dang. I mean, good job, whoever whoever has decided to release this game on not PC. Well, <laughs> <laughs> so, sad that not PC. So that begs the question: Will there be crossplay? If okay, so I certainly hope so. I hope that they go down the Rocket League route. In some ways, because here's the thing with Rocket League, you still don't have full crossplay. You don't. I mean, you have, I know on PC I can play with PS4's network, but I don't think I can play with anything else. And I really want to see that. At least, I would like to see at least a little bit of crossplay. But if they pull it off to where you can truly crossplay, um, between all platforms, that would be impressive. I, I don't expect really it. No, yeah, no. That for would me, be a surprise. I want cross play and cross save. Mm, yeah, that would be really good. Yeah, that's ideal. You an account. The, the thing is, is now that Fortnite, Fortnite did that well. They did that better than anybody else. You know, granted, it can be a little bit difficult to get it to work. You know, when you're going between mobile and right. you know. PC or, or Xbox One or whatever, um, but they did a good job of that. And your account, so they'll have to do it if they if they want to have your saves, you know, and your account synced up. They'll have an account like in Fortnite where you sign in, and then that's your character. It's wherever you wherever you want to take it, whatever platform you want to use. 
Yeah, that'd be nice to be able to do that. So it's like if you're playing on your PS4 at home and you want to, on your Switch, you'll have the same stuff. That'd be that'd be the ideal thing. Oh yeah, yeah. Totally. But yeah, Naughty Dog is back. That's the uh, <laughs> the company uh, that Developer. made. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That has the Crash Bandicoot uh, franchise. Just the parent parent company, of course, is Sony Interactive Entertainment. But it is it's just been too long. So we we gonna see. We're going to see. All right. What, what else we got? Um, a lot of these other ones are uh, kind of a meh out of 10 for me from what I've seen on the trailers. But, yeah, I'm scrolling this list. I'm listening to anything that's standing out to me. Um, the one that I think kind of sells a lot of people is the next one, The Outer Worlds, um, which looks like it was it's uh, developed by the uh, group or company Obsidian, um, which that is the, uh, the team that did... Uh, Knights of the Old Republic 2. So, no. so there's, there, there might be some hope for it, but it looks like kind of a um, dystopian uh, Borderlands feel to it. I think kind of like how the article says. Um, like space cowboy type of uh, type of a game. So we'll see. We haven't seen too much. It was just, they just uh, sent the announcement trailer, which was um, trying to be kind of kooky and funny. So, We'll, we'll see how that goes. Do. Yeah. Well, you saw, you saw. Well, not to derail too much, but I will mention everybody saw how Borderlands Two is getting a, uh, a VR port now, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, did, I did not see that. Interesting. Huge release. They even have a trailer for it that I've seen like on TV. So if they do that well, I mean, I'd like to see VR games become legit. And I mean, like big AAA games that are best played in VR really get that to take off so well, that I might be something they important. need to get the uh, get it down where the hardware is more accessible though too true yeah the exactly person. well here's the thing is with borderland 2 uh borderlands 2 their artwork is done in a way that if if they pull off optimization well enough and they actually get the performance down i think that they might and i say might because i haven't seen it they might be able to um actually make this a, a great game, not just a good game, but a great game in VR. I can see that, and I think that's going to be challenging because they're working with an already existing game. They're not they're not rebuilding this from the ground up. They're saying let's take an existing game and let's throw it into VR. So I think I think they're I'm skeptical because they're doing that, but you never know. I, it's been done before with other games where they've they've put it into VR and they've been successful, but not with something. As, as high profile and as successful as Borderlands 2 has been. So I think that's something that's on the horizon. Um, well, I guess, has that has that already released? The Borderlands VR? Yeah. Uh, I don't think so. Definitely something I want to look out for, though. Yeah. Hmm. To me, that's almost the new release. Yeah, yeah. Uh, next on the list is The Last Campfire. Um it's it's a no for me, dog. I guess I don't know. I mean, just just when I say that when it's from the studio behind No Man's Sky, that makes me really. Yeah. <laughs> it's like uh, it's, it's a no for me, maybe, dog. <laughs> maybe they maybe they've changed. Who knows? <laughs> Another um, lesson, uh, dude. They would have to. Um, I mean, their game's decent now, so yeah. And I'm not seeing the Borderlands 2 VR game, but I don't know. They could have they could have it something under something else, but we'll see. Um, next, uh, PUBG is getting a new winter map. Nobody cares. Don't care. 
Um, everybody's on Fortnite, so. Um, next one is called Ashen. Uh, Aurora 44's Dark Souls style action RPG Ashen yeah, is the getting fact, a stealthy release. Yeah. yeah, the fact that it's getting a stealth release does not um, inspire confidence in me. Yeah. Um, who knows? It could be a sleeper. There, there have been some sleeper games, but. Um, yeah. I don't know. Uh, next one is labeled Dreadwolf Rises. I think this is supposed to be teasing out a new Dragon Age game. I've never played any of the Dragon Ages, but I hear they're nope. pretty cool. So, never played them. It's supposed to be like a cool like RPG. Um, the Pathless. What is this? Uh, from the creators of Abzu comes the Pathless, an adventure game with colorful art style and beautiful music. The heroine can run really fast, similar to Mirror's Edge and Travels. Okay. So. Uh, that's a pass for me. Well, it sounds like it might be an interesting platformer, maybe. Um, now, they said it's similar to Mirror's Edge, which I love Mirror's Edge, but I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, it's, it, that might be a, a, a buy during like a sale or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's all like sale for super cheap, I might look at it, but right. just to, yeah. Now, another big announcement uh, here, with a little bit of controversy, which is kind of stupid, but we'll, we'll talk real quick on it. Uh, Mortal Kombat 11. Um, that's coming out. Uh, Mortal, yeah. New Mortal Kombat game. Uh, people are super excited. Um, this one is supposedly supposed to have uh, time travel with it, so I guess you can be uh, some of the older characters. Like, if you look at the trailer, it'll show you kind of like a newer version of Scorpion fighting with Raiden, and then after he uh, kills that uh, Scorpion the older uh, suit scorpion comes out and then kills Raiden. So, um... Yeah, I don't... Not, I've, never, I've never been into the Mortal Kombat games. My me thing. neither. Yeah, the fighting style is always weird. Which is a funny thing, too, because, like, I love Injustice, which is made by the same uh, company, NetherRealm. Um, but yeah, Mortal Kombat's yeah. were never really my thing. I, I, Injustice is good. Yeah. Now, the controversy with, the, with this game... Um, it's actually it's, it's not even with the game it's just with the trailer um and i find this really stupid um some people were complaining about the song that was used in the uh trailer um it was, i don't know i don't know the actual name of the track um but it was a song by 21 savage he's a rapper um and i guess just some people were complaining that there was a rap song in a video game trailer I don't, I don't, I don't get that. That's racist. Right? <laughs> like, that's, like, I don't, I don't get what's racist. It, the thing is, too, is like, the rap song was kind of talking about, you know, beating up people and killing, so it was like, isn't that what you're going to be doing in Mortal Kombat? Like, I know I, what it's about, yeah. Right, like, what's, who, like, why do y'all even care? At first off, it's just the trailer. You don't even know They're if that song's going to be in the game. that complained about the soundtrack to Black Panther. It, right, yeah. Exactly. It's like, then why did you even watch Black Panther? Yeah, man. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's ridiculous, but hopefully it doesn't turn into another, like, Colin Kaepernick size thing where people are going to be, like, burning their CDs of Mortal Kombat 11 or something like that. Oh, gosh. So. Yeah, it's just. Mortal Kombat just, just, just a pass for me. Just the, there's no, nothing there for me to. True. To even want to look at. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't even care, but I just thought that controversy was just, like, Funny and also ridiculous at the same time. It's like y'all, I mean, y'all need to chill. Everything's controversial these days, so right. All right, next on the list, Psychonauts Two. I never played the first one. Nope. Um, so it's a pass for me. Fortnite is getting a update called the Block. I don't. 
I don't know what that's supposed to be. Um, it's, I guess it's a new map or a new part of the map that they're doing. Um, they well, feature user created content from creative mode. Yeah, so they added the creative mode where you can build your own map now. I that's see. cool. Okay. You can build your own level. Super exploitive, though. Probably. Yeah, but it's not gonna. Yeah, and then and then they have this where the best ones get featured on this map in rotation. Really? You know what? Wow. Like this is totally why Fortnite's winning. Like because of stuff like this, they're really giving people a lot of cool stuff. Like you yeah. know, you know what this reminds me of? What? Did anybody remember back in the Halo Three days? Yeah, I thought of the same yes. thing. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So some of the best maps for those Forge maps. True. So. Fortnite yeah, again. Yeah, you get bored with building new maps. Have the people build them for you. Exactly, and then you can limit to time them, and everybody has fun. And Perfect. yeah, good, good. Keep that hype train rolling for them. Okay, next one. Rage two gets a release date. Never played Rage, so never played it. Nope. Uh, let's see. People are probably gonna be complaining. It's like, yeah, I don't play any video games. Like, listen. Uh, chill we're adults we got we got things that we're doing all right i am just not impressed by by very many things anymore it has to be something that because there's too many games that are just cookie cutter like okay well we're in this genre so we're going to do pretty much the same exact thing and people are going to buy it i i have to be impressed so it has to give me something a little new there has to be something that draw me in whether the whether the art style or the the story or something yeah well we've been playing games for years so we've seen I mean, you see, at one at some point, you've seen, you've seen some everything. Stuff. Yeah. yeah, not hopefully not everything, but you've seen a lot, you know? <laughs> um, last one is a announcement for Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, which is finally out, and a lot of people are really liking the game. Um, but uh, new characters coming to play: Joker from Persona Five, um, which I've never played any of the Personas. I hear it's a cool anime game, um, so I don't know. But I think it was. But only- it, is a, it is a DLC though. It's not DLC. I think what is or actually yeah, he is yeah, DLC. DLC. You're right. Yeah. So I don't know how I feel about a DLC to a Smash Brothers game. How do we feel about Smash Bros. right now? I haven't got to actually play it, but I do hear that at least you have characters that you have to unlock in the game yes. through gameplay, which actually I like that. I, That's cool. It, it looks good to me. I've seen some people yeah. streaming it. It looks good to me. Yeah, man. It looks it looks really cool. I like the fact that they're at the beginning they're giving you something to kind of really fight for. You know what I mean? I feel like that's kind of a, uh, an issue with a lot of fighting games. Um, even with Street Fighter Five, yeah, you can work toward unlocking characters, but it's it's a little bit of a grind because you have to build up enough fight money and you have to build enough fight money to get at least one character, which is ridiculous. So. It's, I wonder how the grind is in the new Super Smash Bros. I don't know, but you'll be playing it in, in uh, like July or August there. there yeah. Because you'll have a Switch. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I know. Th- this is definitely on my list of games to get whenever I get a Switch as well. Um, but, yeah. We'll see. You can get to work and you can play it whenever you want. Hey, see? There have been some, uh, uh, whatchamacallit, coworkers who've done that. So, yeah. Wouldn't hurt. So those were all the stuff for the Game Awards show. Um, overall, I give it a meh out of 10. It did what it needs to do. Next topic. This should be a quick one. YouTube Rewind. It sucks. 
Yep. It, it, it really sucks. It always sucks. And I and I watched it, and yeah, you can tell it was very corporate and very like. It, Marcus Brownlee, who was in the in that rewind, uh, really put it best that YouTubers saw it as one way, while YouTube saw it as something else. Um, their YouTube was really trying to make something that was more um, showy for uh, advertisers, basically. Yep. It, was, it was a huge ad for YouTube. They want YouTube Rewind to be a thing, and now that they're making it a thing, it's no longer cool. Right. It's yeah. like when old people get into memes, they kill the meme. Right. Yep. So what Same I thing. what I loved, though, was the fact that people were going back and were they uh, undisliking Baby from by Justin Bieber to make YouTube Rewind the most disliked video really? of the year. <laughs> really? Good. So yeah. I knew, yes. I knew that it was creeping up on be, on surpassing Baby, but I didn't know people were unliking it <laughs> just so they can. Yes, do that. people were doing it to make this the worst, the most disliked video of the year. Yes, that that's thing. I, saw, I saw that on Reddit. It was hilarious. Uh, yeah, we did it, Reddit. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> you did it. It's like a surprise. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, let's... There you go. YouTube, stop making sucky videos. What are y'all doing? <laughs> um, next one. Uh, Intel, Core i9. Oh, boy. Tell us about oh, it. Oh, yeah. Tell us about it, Andrew. So they're they're releasing a new a new Intel Core i9. Um, the I think it's the, 9700, the i7-9700K i5 9600k and the i5 9400 and the reason they're different is that they have an f in the SKU because they will be coming with no onboard graphics why though so some of the reports to the that some like tom's hardware did a great article on that and they're doing some for people who know they're going to put a discrete gpu in makes sense Mm. And you get some benefits there. You get some a uh, little bit more room for overclocking with the voltage, right? And that uh, that silicone is a uh, and they call it a dark silicone, so it'll be able to absorb a little more heat from the core, a little better, little better temperatures. Well, you know what this? So with them not having onboard graphics, that's not a bad bad deal, in my opinion. Because no, no, because even the um, what you call it. Ryzen processors, the AMD Ryzen processors, they don't have uh, onboard graphics on them. So, um, well, which Ryzen processors? Some uh, of them do. The well, Ryzen yeah, some, some of them, like the the main the main ones that I would say, like the R three, R five, R seven. Like my my sixteen hundred doesn't come with an onboard graphics. I know they do have APUs in the lineup. Oh yeah, they have APUs in the lineup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they do have APUs in their lineup, but. Just some of the main like desktop processors, they don't have integrated graphics. Even my old um, FX eighty three fifty did not have onboard graphics either. But I mean, it just makes sense. What I mean, if you if you're selling these to people who you know are either in a workstation environment where they're going to need the graphics card for whatever they're doing, right? Or you're selling to the enthusiast market, the gaming market, where you know they're going to absolutely have mm. a GPU. Why? Why? Why not do it? The yeah. problem is, is what if what about those niche applications that are able to use a little bit of your integrated graphics and your discrete graphics card? They do exist. It's yeah, really they do, rare. and that's just yeah. where which uh, if you use those applications, don't buy the the i nine with the f in there. Yeah. yeah, just be aware. True, and, and so that's my thing too. Is like I'm wondering who, like, what are the, who are these processors for? Who are these processors for specifically? 
I, I, I couldn't find anywhere in these articles that they were where they were really trying because they tried this before. They tried this in the uh, Sandy Bridge days. Mm-hmm. They tried it with their i five, right? And it didn't work, and they got to stop doing it. So I don't know what made them decide that they can, you know, just go ahead do it again. Yeah. 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 I don't. Well, I mean, honestly, it's because AMD is shaking up the the market. To be honest, that's true. They're true. they're frazzled, so they're making these kind of weird decisions. Um, but I guess I don't know. Maybe they're thinking, "Hey, if AMD can do it, we can do it." And I mean, we're Intel, but well, Threadripper. So you know, Threadripper versus i nine. I mean, yeah, Threadripper sure. still they're winning. AMD is winning in the in the cost when yeah. it comes to this tier of. Uh, and not only the cost, but also the um, the per performance. Yeah. Um, no, what's the word I'm looking for? The upgrade path, because oh yeah, their upgrade path for Threadripper is like so seamless. You know, I mean, they're like, hey, not only do we have support for you know Threadripper one or Threadripper two or whatever, um, or what's the word I'm looking for? Not that uh, Epic. I guess Epic is their. Um, yeah, that's the chipset. Yeah, the chipset. So, because uh, even your old processor has um, support for Epic too, so I was like, "Oh, cool! I can update, upgrade uh, platforms. It might not get like the most out of it if you don't match it up with a um, upgraded Threadripper chip to Epic two, but still, it's an upgrade upgrade path nonetheless." And so, yeah, like, yeah, AMD is definitely shaking up the market there and putting some pressure on Intel finally. Yeah. Yeah. Well, with i nine, you can't. It's not their 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 chips. They can't use you know Skylake or Cabby Lake boards. These right. new i nine. So, but I don't. I don't know. I don't think the newest Threadripper ones are compatible with uh, with the Ryzen boards either. But it's still, it still has they to be, still yeah, they still keep the socket around a lot longer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So AMD's been that AM4 socket around for for, for they're, the future. They're yeah. more living the life of here's a firmware update and boom, now you can get you know now it now the new stuff. Is right. But you know, with uh, Intel, the, not so much. The Threadripper die is so much bigger than the Ryzen die, though. That's the that's the reason they're just incompatible because of just sheer size. Yeah. But still, even with that, their their level of support for it is just crazy and i can definitely see see intel they're i don't know man they're 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 just sitting there now with their tails between their legs they're they're like yeah we don't know what to do right now or they're just like really rushing because at first they were like really sitting kind of high and pretty like i mean we can just kind of hang out when we can have all this other technology that we're just holding back on um, but now that, they own the market. Yeah, they they were owning the market for a long time. They yeah. still, I think they still have overall market dominance, but that's changing pretty quickly. What I want to see is Intel has still been winning the single sing, blah, blah, if I can talk the single threaded performance. Right. Um, they're right. getting the higher clock speed. They're getting the higher performance out of that. I want to see. Um, I want to see AMD up that game. I don't uh, think I don't think they have to right now cuz I'm actually starting to see like more applications and even some games all right I feel like we're going to get to a point where that where multiple cores are going to start to get utilized much more. Yeah. So if was, they do they'll win but here's the thing if AMD if they were able to pull that off 
they right. would they would win and there would be no questions asked. That's true. All hands would be down. Yeah, I could see that. That's I think the only thing that Intel really has left. They don't have pricing and they don't have their build. I mean they're they're getting behind mm-hmm. in that, you know, AMD's hitting that that seven nanometer build. Um and uh and Intel's just not even close. They're they're still struggling to stay where they're at. Aren't they still at fourteen nanometers? Are they down to twelve now? It's like a fourteen plus nanometer. Plus, plus, plus. Yeah, plus plus, something yeah, like that. Ridiculous. Uh something like that, yeah. Just killed um, their TikTok strategy. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, some interesting news there. True. So watch out for that. And, you know, i got to tell you, it's definitely an interesting time to be alive here where AMD <laughs> processors are actually being recommended now from a lot of tech tubers. Like, well, it's been forever. Like, it's been well, forever. It, That's what I'm saying. Since, like, 2004. Is that yeah. when it was last that they yeah. were on? And not just that, not just from like tech tubers on YouTube, but uh, also system integrators are now actually recommending that way on the yeah. a lot because mm-hmm. they realize it's like listen, the cost is good, and like you're still getting a lot for for your chip. While like um, Derek was saying, the uh, instructions per clock is not quite the same as Intel's. You still get a really good chip. Like if you pair it with a decent GPU, like you have a system that can last you a very long time. And I think a big too, big thing, too, is like, hey, if you want a decent CPU that also will allow you to stream while not, you know, um, not skipping on your performance of your game, Ryzen's the way to go. Oh, and definitely. Those, oh, those yeah. multiple cores really help out with that. And it's great. Yeah, I was just going to say, it's great to see this, this tit-for-tat um, Yeah competition between Intel and AMD. So you see things, uh, AMD just says, okay, well, we're just going to make it to where like, either most of or all, I can't remember if all, but most of, uh, I know that for sure, of their lineup is going to be able to do hyper-threading for their processors. So mm-hmm. what does Intel do? They start, you know, they start getting this hyper-threading on, on more of their processors. I think they, they said, I think there's an i5, you know, now that can do hyper-threading. Right. Uh, if I'm not wrong, but, um, I mean that's cool to see all that, and then now we used to we used to always nag on AMD for throwing in more cores, and we would just say, oh well, they can't do it; they can't compete with Intel, so they're just going to throw in more cores. Now Intel's playing the same game because yeah. they have to; mm-hmm. they have to. They're they're throwing in the high core count, and uh, it's it's just crazy. Like you said, what a time to be alive! <laughs> <laughs> only only for the computer nerds, right? Oh right, yeah, yeah only for, the for the PC enthusiasts here. Yeah, yeah, it, and that's the thing too, because I feel like Intel still at this moment still kind of gets the um, the elitist treatment a little bit. Like, still, there's some people like, well, I mean, if you just want to go, you know, balls to the wall, go with the highest end everything, then yeah, yeah Intel's kind of the place to go. But who knows? That can change pretty pretty soon. Intel or not Intel? AMD's kind of got their foot on Intel's neck right now. Um, they are definitely they're definitely marketing towards the right people um towards people who um are looking to for a good budget for you know really good a good bang for your buck and that's what they've always kind of been but now it shows even more like they they're actually like giving you a lot more uh for your money so well and with these higher core counts too i mean it it doesn't really show up so much in gaming like we were saying but if you're just wanting to but it's not like you know, you know huge with an application. Yeah. Well, if you're running in Photoshop, if you're doing video encoding, 
or like you're saying, if you're trying to stream, mm-hmm. you're playing a game. I mean, the the multi-core uh, aspect of it really does help. Oh yeah, yeah. You can you can play you can like have it as a workstation by daytime and gamer by night, and you know it, it it'll work. Yeah. Well, now it's just like if you say, well, this processor has four cores. It used to be, oh wow, that's <laughs> impressive. That's yeah. Pretty. Now it's uh, it's like, like you only have four cores. How yeah. much do you pay for your processing? Well, <laughs> the, fact, and the fact that Intel is still offering stuff without hyperthreading is just just hurts. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. True. Because Intel. Yep. yep. It's the it's the Cadillac. So what will really help brands. I think I think what will really help AMD is when they when they actually start getting some of that workstation and server market, that's when they'll really start hitting Intel. Oh yeah. Because those are the big contracts right there. That's that's where they really start making some well, they're money. pieces of it. Yeah, they're, starting, they're starting to get in there, so we'll see what they can do. Yep. So good on you, AMD. Keep on keeping on. Yeah, keep um, the prices down. Keep the prices down. <laughs> uh, next subject here. Okay, well, I'm in between two that I wanted to talk about. Um, let's go ahead and get through this one real quick. Um, Netflix, Marvel shows, they've been kind of been getting canceled left and right here. Good. Well, oh, it's oh, just... Hold up, hold up, hold up. <laughs> D-Money, what are you talking about good? Hold up now. <laughs> Oversaturation. Oh, my goodness. I can't believe you just... Less quality <laughs> because of that. There, I, okay, I, I like I like my my Marvel shows, you know, to a degree. Right. But I get tired of the rinse and repeat. I I need to see characters that are unique, and this kind of goes. This will kind of go later on whenever you decide to get into, uh, you know, your your DC universe stuff that you're going to talk about, but uh. I mean, I, I get tired of the rinse and repeat. I, I was impressed by by some some shows and some movies recently um, from the comic book genre, mm-hmm. but I feel like a lot of it's getting worn out. I mean, how how many years have we been doing this now? Two thousand and twelve. Well, yeah, it goes no, even further. More that, right? I think yeah. think because uh, think about Marvel's uh, been doing ten years. Well, Marvel and DC. Yeah. Oh yeah. Batman. yeah. I mean, it all goes pretty far back. I mean, we're yeah. we're thinking in the terms of decades here. True. Right. So I guess it's definitely just been recently where it's like really out there. Like people. Yeah. Are so we you know we know the reason why they're getting canceled, right, Kyle? I I do know the reason. It's still like when it oh, first really? happened. Um, it was kind of yeah. it was kind of suspect because I think it was the first. It's the first... because Disney is starting their own streaming service. Yeah. Because Disney. Yeah, because of Disney. I love yeah. the the Disney hate drama llama. <laughs> I ride that all day long. Well, I think it's either that like they're gonna put it on their own streaming service. I don't know if it's gonna be like their one specifically for Disney stuff. They'll probably um, move them over to like Hulu because I think they own Hulu. So. They own a majority stake. Yeah, yeah. Hulu. They own a majority stake of it. Yes. Yeah. Really. So that would make sense if they're just gonna move it over to Hulu. But then again, I hate it because it's like. That's just another service for me to buy, and I'm I'm tired of that, guys. <laughs> and now we're going back to cable. Now we're going back to cable. We're going we're going to buy all the packages. <laughs> exactly. It's it's so ridiculous. Um, but it was it was really startling though when it first happened with um, Iron Fist because um, first season of Iron Fist was, it was terrible. Oh, trash! It was so bad. Oh, I didn't finish it, but the, what I saw was terrible. Yeah. Um, 
and then like you had Danny Rand show up in Defenders, um, which he was still quite whiny, but you saw like a hint of like, okay, he can be cool. Then you saw him make an appearance in uh, Luke Cage season two, and you're, which I haven't watched. Totally got to. It's really good, and everybody was like, "Oh snap, Who, who's this?" Like Danny Rand, like he he was like he was like smooth man like he was so much cooler everybody like everybody was so taken back about like how cool he was and going to iron fist season two it was actually a pretty good season um it was actually really good but it was so funny it was after it came out um and people were saying like you know what season two is really good i love this danny rand um then we get the news iron fist was canceled and so that had me scratching my head like Wait, really? Because, like, everybody loved uh, season two. That didn't make no sense. Um, then when things kind of started getting weird is when they uh, canceled Luke Cage. That's when I was like, hold up now. Because we're talking about Luke Cage. Um, when the first season came out, um, it broke Netflix. The, the, day, <laughs> the day it came out, Netflix was down because so many people were trying to stream Luke Cage. <laughs> like, That's insane. Right, and th- that's why I was like, that doesn't make any sense. Why would they cancel Luke Cage? And so, kind of as I started uh, watching more videos and uh, hearing more stuff on it, and yeah, it definitely makes more sense. Is that like, Disney is really just trying to like put everything under their own umbrella? Well, you know they're taking Star Wars off Netflix, also, right? Right, exactly. So they're taking all their all their intellectual property and putting it on their stuff. You'll so you if you want any of the Marvel stuff or any of the Star Wars stuff, you're gonna have to pay for Disney streaming service. You know what's interesting though? I think all the Star Wars movies though, um, or most of them, are on uh, on Amazon Prime, I believe. They might pull it from that too. Mm-hmm. I think they are because um, I was looking at that the other day. So who knows what they'll do? It just I don't understand if Disney owns a majority share in Hulu. Either either buy Hulu or just throw all your stuff in with Hulu and, and make a deal. Because here's the thing. They are gambling on how big they are. Are they big enough to get everybody to ride on this bandwagon, this new service, and pay for another service? I mean who else has been as successful as Netflix and Hulu? Not very many other companies. No. Maybe Prime Video, but to be honest, it's like way below. It's yeah, below. It's yeah, way below. Prime Netflix is, is still the best. It is. It's Why like, is Netflix the best, though? No ads. True. And yeah, no, that's a good Netflix original. That's the no biggest ads. thing to me on Hulu. Even if you have, you pay for premium, you still have to watch ads. Dumb. Really? Yeah. yeah, unless you buy the highest tier, then you get to not watch ads. That's stupid. My yeah. problem with the ads too is they are far too repetitive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't change except and, for some of them. Who who? What was the ad for that that mobile game with that one actor? Liam Neeson. Uh, no, uh, the one. Oh, um, I don't know. The the Deadpool actor guy. Uh, Ryan Reynolds. Yes, his his commercials. You, you know, you know what I'm talking about. Nope, I don't. I don't watch. Oh my god! So okay, you guys need to see these commercials, and I see them on Hulu all of the time. Hmm. I'll I'm looking it up right now. Tune Blast. So those are the only oh, good commercials. Yes, on Hulu. I have seen that actually. I don't know exactly. What and they're the about. only ones that show any sort of variety. They're always entertaining. 
Right. If if Ryan Reynolds did all the commercials for Hulu, I would be satisfied. I wouldn't be at all. <laughs> you know what? They entertain me. I want to be entertained by commercials. Yeah. And I'm sold. But you know, I, I don't I mean, want to buy. I don't want to play Toon Blast. But now maybe just a little bit more. I do, even though I don't. <laughs> so it's funny. So the when I was out of town this week, I've been in the hotel room and I've been watching cable while I'm something better to do. And uh, I for, I real I forgot how many commercials were on cable. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's, and you're paying for cable. I, yeah, so I'm so spoiled by watching Netflix and even and YouTube. I was say even YouTube, like it'll have ads, but still, oh, it's like I can yeah. skip some of them, and some of them are mean, really not that long. I got YouTube Premium, so I don't see ads, oh. but it's worth it. I don't see ads. Yeah. Uh, are you that guy that does the YouTube surveys? I, I just have, yeah, I mean, come on. I do um, I do the YouTube surveys. No, I, I have YouTube Premium. <laughs> like, man. while driving. <laughs> I'm like, this will probably kill somebody, but I like YouTube surveys. No, I have the Premium just so I can actually lock my phone and just listen to the audio. Oh, there you go. So, but anyways, off topic there, Marvel... <laughs> You're killing me. Killing me, Smalls. Killing me, Smalls. Yeah, I don't... So, it was just a really... It was a really weird situation when it first happened, but it makes sense. But then again, like we're talking uh, about, I just don't want to pay for another oh, service. There's two um, left on Netflix, no, right? No. Um, there's two left, The Punisher and Jessica Punisher Jones. Punisher and Jessica Jones, yeah. Which, it uh, looks like Punisher is getting a season two on Netflix, so there's yeah. at least that. Which season one was okay to me. Um, I didn't watch it, so it's a meh. I like Jessica Jones though. Jessica Jones, you know, Jessica Jones season two was really lit. I haven't watched that one yet. I've been I've been saving up for the winter time. Get good, bro. Hey, I'm waiting for like when it's all I'm nothing better to do. So it's true, true. It'll be removed and sent over to Disney streaming service by the time you're ready to. Yeah, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I was say you're about to be off on break right now, man. You're about to be on break for work. Just binge it, dude. I know. I got. I got to binge on these uh, these these yeah. next couple days. I got to binge on the new uh, <laughs> season of Daredevil as well. So I get you. They have another season. Yeah, season three. No. Oh man, I didn't watch season I two. I haven't seen that in so long. Oh man. But anyway, right. so yeah. So we're all terrible Marvel fans. Got it. We are. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Hey, but I gotta say this. Uh, real quick, um, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. That movie is so good. Like, yeah, I don't. dude. Okay, so I'm a huge Spider-Man fan. Is it the one that just came out? It just came out. Yes, it's animated. It's animated. It is so good. Like, I am actually. I thought happy. you were gonna say so bad. But no, it's so good, dude. It's really, <laughs> really good. I'm honestly having a, a conflict in my head of whether I like this or. Uh, 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 homecoming. Homecoming. Um, homecoming was good. Like yeah, that's homecoming, what I, I came out of the theater and I, I, I thought this was actually an enjoyable movie. Like I went out of the theater feeling good. Right. Like that's what it I'm saying. wasn't like, overly serious. It was. It was refreshing. I haven't seen a movie like that in a while. I was gonna say like Homecoming to me was like the best Spider-Man movie. Like high rewatchability. Oh yeah, like I Toby McGuire, Andrew Garfield. I don't care about y'all. Tom Holland is the wave right now. Yeah, he's the wave. But the but into the Spider Verse, it, it's got me. It's got me conflicted, dude. 
it's got it's me that conflicted. good. It's that good. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. for wow. animation, so it's not too kiddie. It has tons of like really cool Spider-Man references if you're a Spider-Man fan. Um, and the jokes, like they just really hit. Most of them hit, and even the down moments, the moments that are supposed to like make you feel stuff, they really hit you. Um, especially, I'm trying not to spoil anything here, but um, the moments that kind of refers to Stan Lee. You know, rest mm-hmm. in peace, that guy. He. He's the man. Dead. D-E-D. D-E-D. But he... But some of the references to that, man, it hurt my heart. I was like, oh my god, Stanley is dead. It just made me feel all <laughs> over again. I was like, oh. oh. Did they dedicate it to Stanley at the end? Of oh, the- they told... They had a quote from him. And even oh. even in the movie, because like he has a quote... He still has his... Uh, uh, call Cameo. It? Cameo. Uh, an animated really? cameo. Um and even in that cameo, it had a reference from a old interview that he did. Which they need to keep on doing the cameos, even though he's dead. I think they already recorded all his cameos. I so. even want. I will even accept CGI Stanley. I would too. Just like you can't, you can't have a Marvel movie without his. Cameos. I don't want any of this group of people. There's going to be a group of people if they, if they do CGI Stanley. There's going to be a group of people that will protest against it. And protest about everything, though. So those are the same people. Yeah, they're the same people that protest about everything. And I want them to be just vastly ignored. Yeah, I'll, I'll and, definitely ignore and just push aside because we need we need Stanley to continue mm-hmm. on his cameos. Yeah, continue his legacy, man. Like he he started something very really cool. So many people are becoming comic book fans now. They're getting exposure to all these heroes that a lot of comic book nerds have already been into and honestly yeah you gotta keep it going but yes Into the Spider-Verse I highly recommend it I highly recommend it wow yep like okay if we go see Aquaman on Monday I I, (laughs) I'm going to it might be a joke I don't know yet I'm going to I'm going to lobby for everybody to go see Into the Spider-Verse right after (laughs) double double feature yes then again, that might like make Aquaman look bad. But anyway, so, <laughs> so uh, moving on. Uh, next topic. Um, let's see. I think I'll keep the DC one last. That'll definitely be a big one. Uh, next one: the fallout between Bethesda and gamers or its fans. Oh um, where did Bethesda go wrong here, guys? Um, Andrew, what's up? Tell me. But where, where did they go wrong? Fallout where? Where to begin with this? What they did? I mean, where do we where do we start on that one? So, Fallout seventy six came out, right? Um, yeah. Or actually, let's let's go over this. Fallout seventy six was announced. Fallout seventy six was announced. Um, everybody was excited, you know. Like Fallout is such a huge series for Bethesda, um, and this one they're promising, yo, Fallout seventy six multiplayer. Fallout, let's go. Let's 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 nuke uh, towns with your friends. Um, and straight up, this 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 game is garbage. <laughs> like it's 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 just bad. Apparently, I well, it didn't even get to the game to be garbage first. Do what? Like just from the pre-order alone, it started out bad. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's where. 
Yeah, it, I don't know. It was, it was so they had that two hundred dollar collector edition or whatever it was. I can't remember what they called it. Yeah. So um, they had something with a power armor helmet, and then was it a canvas bag? I believe some canvas bag. Like, um, let me see if I can. Yeah, anything on that. real, real fancy. Yeah. Uh, and you got, you got, a, and they got a uh, what do you call it? They got a um, a Pit Boy too, right? Or is that from a previous game? I think it was from previous games. Cause... Okay. They have the power armor helmet, though, and the bag. The promise is really cool. And what did they get? Actually get, Kyle? Did, uh, you, did you hear what they actually got? They ended up getting a nylon bag. I knew about that. Like, the bag was yes. not the same material. It was, like, this cheap nylon stuff. And apparently, from what I've heard, um, all the one the canvas bags that they actually had, um, they end up giving away at, like, E3 or something like that. Yeah, there. they were just promotional only. They were not actually going to be ever. Yeah. They never implanted. And so there was some, some uproar there. And what? And the response was even better. So what they, the response from Bethesda was they were going to give some in-game currency to all those who pre-purchased that. Mm-hmm. And the, it wasn't even that much either. And the irony was you couldn't, it was not enough in-game currency to buy an in-game canvas bag. Like I think what? it was, it was like in I think it was like five dollars worth of in-game currency, if I remember correctly. Yes. Yeah. Pretty. So bad. again, more uproar, and so what did they finally end up doing to, to try to soothe these angry fans, Kyle? Uh, I didn't hear. I didn't get that far. I didn't. I haven't seen <laughs> they, anything else. Well, they <laughs> finally <laughs> said, "Okay, submit a support ticket, and we're going to send actual canvas bags." Oh, you know what? I think I did see that. Um, and and you know how they messed that up? They how how they messed that up? <laughs> so they with their support with their ticketing system to support, they uh, rev- you had to send a picture a physical you had to send a picture of something that you got like your canvas your your nylon bag or something like that, and with a support ticket to proof proof of purchase basically. And they uh, inadvertently exposed a lot of that data to everyone on the support site. Oh, that's so other right. people could see your personal information. Oof. Epic fail. Big yes. oof. So just to get a simple canvas bag in their collector's edition, they royally screwed that up before even talking about the game. So yeah. set the stage. They started out on a bad note. Oh, yeah. What did the game do, though? So the game was all kinds of... So here's the thing, is that Bethesda, for some reason... They, they will not update or even change their uh, game engine. They're still using the same game engine they've been using for most of the Fallout games. Like it's a really old engine. Like so, the game pretty much looks like the same as Fallout Four, which even that was that looks old compared compared to the time that it released. Um, and uh, not only that, so you know it's supposed to be multiplayer, right? Apparently. The um, voice chat system uh, within that game. Uh, so voice chat was already enabled, and you couldn't disable it at the very beginning of the game launch. Like, it, like you had your voice. I'm trying to put this in words here. Hold up. So your voice chat was already enabled, and you couldn't disable it. Um, so you would hear people at the very beginning of the game where you're creating your your character. Oh, come on. Yeah, like, I saw a video from Angry Joe where 
I he was just game. he was just in the character creation, and some kid was talking over the mic, like he could hear the kid, and he was talking to him like, "Hey, what are you doing? Get off the mic!" Squeaker. Yeah, he was a squeaker, and it was just uh-huh. like that's like really weird and really ridiculous. And what's even crazy too is that it's not only is it enabled by default, but you couldn't disable it. Yeah, that, 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 that's a no-go for me. Yeah, they had to patch that in. And I feel like, out of everything, like, just being able to d- disable your mic, how is that not, like, already come just on. in your game? Like, you should be able to mute any... out the door, man. Yeah. I mean, we all... I mean, how, they've been enough online games for years now that you yeah. know if you have voice chat and proximity chat, there are people who are going to abuse it. So you have to have a way of either muting them or turning it off. Yeah, it's it was, like... That was the weirdest thing to be. It was like out of everything you could have messed up, like like or out of everything that you could have done, like you you the simplest thing. It, it seems like the only the good thing, thing about this. There's only one good thing is I am glad to see them fail when they are they are showing the failure of this of this pattern of companies and for so many years they've been doing this of companies you know where i'm going with this throwing games out the door just kicking it out the door and saying yeah. here here you go it's ready we'll fix it later we'll patch it later buy yes. it yeah oh yeah i, I so like you, this yeah. is proof this people are actually deciding to not buy this game and the dollar is the best or whatever currency you use the dollar is the best best way to speak out against it yes yeah, speak with your wallet yeah yep. so i i find it hilarious like when you get a new game and there's a since you put in, you know download it it's like oh and now there's a 15 gig patch for it Not yeah it. Mm-hmm. like what 15 gigs what <laughs> it's like i already use a 60 gigabytes of my heart yeah like i already had 60 gigs of the game and now you got a 15 gig patch i mean that's a what, are problem. Dart? what are you start what are you citizen yeah with anything <laughs> I hear that's not so bad on the Switch, though. I hear the update is not as bad. Uh, there, Derek is already he's already singing the praise of the Switch. I'm, already, I'm, already, already, I'm already, already slowly convincing myself. He's already away. chilling. Yep. But hey, is it is it better than Soldier Boy's video game console, though? I don't, I don't know what that is. Oh, you the didn't. Only Have you heard? product I've oh. ever owned is my old Game Boy Advance. That's it. Uh, the Game Boy Advance is the best. So wait, have y'all not heard about the how about no, Sol- no, Soldier no. Boys? What is, what is it? Okay, uh, you said Soldier Boy, and I just tuned out. So <laughs> what has he been doing all these years? He's uh, uh, this might be a more Catching bones that he's been, been thrown, and that's about it. We'll, we'll probably go more in depth in another episode, but <laughs> he... <laughs> in the next episode. But Soldier Boy decided to come out with his own gaming consoles. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's, let's, okay. Let's we will go. research that. We will come that. back to that topic. We'll come back That's to that. That's gonna it's, be a whole there could be we could have a whole show about that. It's, it's, just have to, <laughs> I, I feel like it's gonna be without knowing anything about it, it's gonna be the roast of the console. Pretty much. Oh dude, it's so bad. Anyway. So, so let's let's save that for for another night for another night. We'll save that for another time. Um so last uh, topic here we go in our show notes. Um and this is just kind of a broad topic, but I still wanted to talk about it here. Um, the DC Cinematic Universe. You know, uh, you know, we praise Marvel for all the movies that they kind of have. Um, well, yeah, they can kind of give you some burnout with superhero movies, su- superhero movies, but still, it's like 
DC, you gotta you gotta show out here, guys. Like, sure, people will get tired of, of superhero movies, but still, it doesn't excuse you not making a good one. You know what I mean? Um, you know what was good? Wonder was good. Woman. Yeah, that's a, that, that's the thing. Like, Wonder Woman is the only one in recent history where you're like, you know, that was a really good DC movie. Um, I liked the element of it that they they made Wonder Woman a strong woman, but not a air quotes strong woman. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. She it, didn't it, try too hard. Yeah, it definitely. Like you could definitely see the message. Like the message was um, not like, "Hey, women empowerment and everything." Which, sure, that's cool, and that that's, that's well. Good. Wonder Woman has stood for that to yeah. you know, a big degree. But the thing is, is it's not. It doesn't. She doesn't have to prove it. She doesn't. Yeah, you know? she didn't have to. Yeah. She, yeah. Everybody knew. Like she, she's she's the baddest chick out there. Um, yeah. It was just, um, but the. The lesson she had to learn from uh, in this movie, though, was you know it was done so well. And I okay, I want whoever uh, the, the director is for Wonder yeah. Woman. I wanted to do all DC cinematic universe movies. From yeah, now on. Zack <laughs> yeah. Snyder, yeah. you are fired. You are yeah, fired, please, dude. Please, please get rid of him. Like well, I liked also with Wonder Woman. So like like you said, she was you know she was a a strong woman, but also <laughs> even. Like later on in the movie, and I, I won't, you know, put out any spoilers for people that haven't seen it. But there's an element of of vulnerability as well. But yeah. she was able to use her compassion um, to be motivated to help others. So yeah. it is, it is. Yes, she's a woman. Yes, she's strong, but she's also weak. But her weakness makes her powerful. Yeah. So it's. I like how they did that. Not and very many films are able to effectively pull that off mm-hmm. in, in the writing. And I think that was uh, that's that's one of the west best ways. Pardon me, one of the best ways I've seen that done. Yeah, and I was I was saying, and just the the art, the uh, I guess the cinematography. There we go. Yeah, it was. It it wasn't that uh, the grim dark that Zack Snyder so loves that just drives. And but it wasn't also it wasn't to the opposite end. The Josh. Joss uh, Whedon, his style either of the yeah, super, super bright colors. Yeah, it, it, was, it was a, a good mix. It was a founded in like you know realistic look to me, more realistic. So I, I really appreciated that. Yeah, and that, that's the thing is like, so they did I need to say it again, right? Like they did Wonder Woman. So like I would say two th- no, three fourths of the movie was great. That last twenty minutes was like. Yeah, we we man. don't we don't talk about that, <laughs> but but still, overall, such a great movie, and um, and like it definitely shows the potential that we have for these for these DC heroes. Like you can you can show them be vulnerable. You can show them in uh, different ways, you know. Um, but so kind of some of the negatives though, overall for their cinematic universe. Um, Superman's super dark. Batman's even more dark than he really should be. Um, yeah. Justice League was okay. I felt like it was a step in the right direction, but still, I can't I take anything issues. else that they do seriously. Right? Yeah. So I mean, I'm just so. Just so anyone that hasn't heard, Henry Cavill is no longer Superman. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, really, you know, put a. Uh, I wasn't. I wasn't going to say nail a coffin, but like to put. Uh, Insult to injury. Yeah, Henry Cavill's no longer going to be Superman. He's hanging up his his cape, his cape there. And how and, do you feel about that? 
Oh, you know what? I loved him in the was it Man of Steel, the first one he did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was great. Oh, I, he, did good, he did a good job. Yeah. That was a good movie. That was a good movie to me. I like that one. Yeah. Like, that was actually... Yeah, I actually enjoyed Man of Steel. Like, that was actually a decent uh, Superman movie. I was like, oh, yeah. yo, do Superman. Um, getting to see him fight Zod, it was really cool. Yeah, like, and, and the ball of Lane was good. Mm-hmm. I just wish they wouldn't have made Superman's... Uh, feel and seem like such an alien even though yes he is technically yeah, an alien they figured they'd change it up a little bit yeah yeah i don't i mean he's a he grew up as a farm boy in kansas come on we know what he yeah, should exactly. be some of those people in that movie get mowed down by a10 or am i getting mixed up with another movie wait what yeah like, that was that, that A-10s came in yeah they, they tried to stop yeah. the Kryptonians with a10 to that movie yes Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the whole reason why I enjoyed that part of the movie. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, and then the other big news in casting is what, Kyle? Uh, Ben Affleck might be hanging up his cape as Batman. Yes. How do we feel about Batfleck? You know what i I didn't really get a good chance to like really experience Bat Batfleck Um, in Batman vs Superman. I was too distracted by all the the, um, the plot holes um, mm-hmm. to really mm-hmm. to really experience Batman, and I felt like too, especially the biggest one, or not a plot hole, but a character flaw is uh, Batman killing everybody. Uh, yeah. it's not even just killing everybody, but murking people yeah. with guns too. It's like yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's not, not Batman, Batman doesn't. Like, I mean, I mean, here's they, a look on the bright side. Actually, you know what? The only the only bad thing about Ben Affleck not being Batman is that we lose out on all of the the Ben Affleck the memes of disappointment of Ben yeah, Affleck. Right. Disappointment <laughs> yeah. But uh, I think other than that, he probably he could have been a good Batman. Yeah, I, like I think I he has potential. Yeah, he didn't have the writing to allow him. Yeah, to I really don't think it was Batman. his fault. Yeah. No, I, no, I think so. Batman vs Superman was supposed to be a Superman sequel, right? Mm-hmm. I felt that movie had way too much Batman to be a Superman sequel. Yeah, I agree. And there was not a, a lot of actual Batman versus Superman. To be no, totally no. And can we just talk about, just, just briefly, Jesse Eisenberg as, as Lex Luthor? Uh, I hated it so much. Can we, can we just go ahead and say worst casting in the DC Cinematic Universe? I feel like, it, here's the thing, because Jesse Eisenberg, he's not a bad actor either. No! But, but that role was not for him, or somebody told but, him to act so, correctly. So, you know who he, who he should have played, who he actually, I felt like, in his mind, he was playing a different character. I felt like he was playing the Riddler. Yeah. He didn't know he was supposed to be Lex Luthor. <laughs> Because of his his character and mannerism, everything seemed like the Riddler, the insane Riddler, not the yeah. cold, calculating Lex Luthor. Like they should have just brought Kevin Spacey back to do. Yeah, uh, do it. they can't though because of Space Gate. They could have before. <laughs> they could have the time for themselves. They could. All of us do. Yeah. Yeah. So. So. All right. So terrible casting on that part. Directing has not been great. So, Super grim, dark. So is DC in trouble? That's that's probably yeah. the next question that we have. They tried to follow Marvel's formula, and then that failed, and then they started trying to tweak it, and they failed even more. So I think the way the way we'll know if they're really in trouble, let's see how Aquaman does, right. how it is, and then we have next year we have Wonder Woman 1984 is her next movie. Okay. So that's if, interesting. 
Yeah, so she's going to be, yeah, obviously taking place in 1984. So, in, in, in like the 1984, as in George Orwell? Or no, as in the, the time, year? the year. Is that a coincidence? Are they going to make it actually Orwellian? No, I think it's just <laughs> like what she was doing between uh, between World War One, where we left her off in, in the first her first movie, and we saw her later in the Justice League. It could be good. They're going to so, go super retro, and they're going to play yeah. on those targets. Yeah, and like, they got some good casting there to her for uh, what's it? What's her villain? The cheetah, the cheetah, the cheetah girl. Cheetah. Can't remember her name. Just cheetah. Is it just Cheetah? This is just uh, Cheetah. I thought I was going. I thought it was more creative than that. Okay, Cheetah. <laughs> so uh, I think it's it's Kristen Wiig, I believe. I don't care. Gal, Gal Gadot was Bay, and <laughs> oh, yeah. I will support uh, anything she what does. What does Kristen Wiig look like? Um, yeah. So that so she, so that should be good there. So if these two, because Jason Momoa is obviously a fan favorite. And oh, then Kristen she, Wiig ain't no gal. Whatever. <laughs> and then and then we have. Yeah. Oh, her, yeah, no. Gal Gadot being a, uh, another fan favorite. So if those two can start a, start strong on their movies, so we are, Wonder Woman already did, they can continue that, and then we get a decent Flash movie, I think they'll be okay. But I think if Wonder Woman fails to be good the second time around, that's it's it. Done. Yeah. And, and maybe this will be a chance for them to try something new. Um, they have a pretty big universe. They they don't just have to do the Justice League, Superman. No, we've, we've, we've had plenty of Batman movies. I mean, come on now. Like, I, I, Batman is my favorite character in the DC universe. Him, well, just below Nightwing, but still, it's like I've been I'm, against I'm them good. touching anything after the Holy Nolan trilogy. And like that's that's what I hold everything up to. Yeah, yeah. and and to me, as far as Superman, I'm, I'm a huge Superman fan. If you guys don't know that already. Superman, <laughs> huge. Um, and comparing, you know, like the first couple of Christopher Reeve Superman, yeah, like those are the gold standard. Henry Cavill did a really great job. Yes, in his first his first tryout, but other than that, it's like no. We okay. We've had enough Superman. I think we've had enough Batman for now. And it's just let's the it's just him. the writing that really killed the killed those two characters. To be honest, let's make and you know what what I'm, what I'm okay with and what I think it should be is let's make those those characters supporting characters. Yeah, I'd be down with that. You know, I mean, which okay. So, how do you guys feel about? It? Have you seen it? But the uh, I think it's there's a it the Birds of Prey movie though. What it is? Did you? Is it a movie? I see that. Yeah, bird, um, let me see if I can find it. I know there's a Titans, which uh, oh yeah, it's a no for me, dog. Yeah, this look it looked terrible. Um, where's that? I'm looking at that new movie. Uh, it's a Harley. They do a Harley Quinn spinoff movie. Did you, did you hear about no, that? No, I don't. I don't want that either. It's probably horrible. <laughs> oh, I, yeah. They're uncontrolled. That's the problem. There, there's not enough control over there. Over their franchise. Okay, yeah, so they're this might make money. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. They're doing a Margot, yeah, Margot Robbie. Right, so the name of the movie is Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. Is that even a word? That is. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go no. So yeah, they're doing yes. So there's gonna be some uh, uh, Huntress, Black Canary. And a couple of other characters here that no one really knows, other than Harley Quinn. Nobody asks. Wait, fantastic! Nobody, yeah. an actual word. 
So basically, now it is. Marvelously good. It's 2018, Derek. Let a, let a word be what it wants to be. Fantabulous. <laughs> they're basically, to me, they're, they're looking for an excuse yeah. to get a bunch of, you know, hot actresses, so to speak, and put them in super, super heroin clothes and make money off that. That's what they're trying to do. Pretty They'll much. make money off of it. And, and yep. And that's exactly what they're doing. I think it's going to be terrible. Oh, I think so. I'm saying it now. Terrible. No bottle caps. You know what? Negative bottle caps. <laughs> can it be a, if, if, they can, if we can do negative bottle caps, I'm going to go with that. It's bottle caps on the floor. They don't even get to sit. They don't even get to sit on the bar counter. Yeah, DZ really tried to kind of run before they could walk in this one. They they were really chasing Marvel on their on their money, but like they they skipped out on on the all the actual setup to get where Marvel was able to get to that point. You know what I mean? They they really try to fly before they can walk. To be honest. Okay, so I just saw this. The only thing that I would only reason I might even watch that movie is because of who the villain is and who's playing the villain. Who's the villain? Who's playing the, the villain? The villain is Black Mask, <laughs> and it's playing by being played by Ian McGregor. Really? So yes, I mean that's the only only bright spot I see in that movie. Mask. Let me look this dude up. Oh, okay. But isn't he a Batman villain? I mean, still, yeah. But I mean, you're gonna have some. These are all Batman like villainesses. I mean, Black Canary, Huntress. Yeah. So King Universe. Yeah, Ewan McGregor might be interesting. I mean, he's the only bright spot I see in that movie. Yeah. And that's no that's no bag on what's her name, Margot Robbie or anything like no, that. No, no. Her her, I, her her Harley Quinn was it was good, but the writing that she got was just bad. The writing was terrible, let's just put it that way. Yeah. So. That's not her fault. I mean so. we need Obi Wan Kenobi in movie. We need more hello <laughs> there. Yes. I want him to say I want him to look at the camera and I want him to say Hello there. <laughs> and I'll think the entire movie is great just because of that one thing. Just because uh, 10 out of so 10. I'll buy that on Blu-ray. I don't even have a Blu-ray player. I'll, just, I'll buy it on Blu-ray, and then I'll get. I'll just watch the digital download. So, so okay. So I'll buy, I'll buy the digital download, Shepard. I won't even buy it in a pack. What is our overall consensus of the DT Cinematic Universe? Failing. Failing, but it has potential in spurts, like yeah. Wonder Woman. I see, I see just bright that, spots. Just to get but... the same director from Wonder Woman and put yeah. her on everything else, and and the writer, and the writers, and, and the, the writer. Writers. Yes, to pay them, to pay them money, and make them write things. Yes, so it really felt like they knew Wonder Woman in that movie. Yes, so I think I see it's like a right now. Uh, Marvel, Marvel is this. Huge, massive bonfire going, and everybody's like around it. And DC is still this little, like, burning embers trying to get going, and they keep getting water thrown on them. Pretty much. Yeah. And you know what? Something I wouldn't be mad mad at. So, this kind of goes into, I guess, the last question we have here. But what can DC do to get their fans excited again? What What, what do you think you, they can do to kind of get you guys excited? No more Batman. No Batman, okay. Yeah, Batman, Superman. Make Wonder Woman work. Yeah, go with Wonder and Woman. 
Yeah. Uh, Wonder Woman make her instead of instead of centering everything on Batman or Superman, let's focus on some different characters and maybe and build make from them there. Fight each other in a movie right. again? No, no, no. I don't. I don't. I don't need to hear that. I don't need to hear Martha anymore. <laughs> Ever. Um, so we're talking to Martha Stewart. <laughs> oh wow! So here's what I was thinking. Um, I wouldn't be mad if they tried this. So. Everybody who says, you know, while Marvel has the upper hand when it comes to live-action um, movies, um, a lot of people still praise DC for their animated movies. I would totally, I would not be mad if they went ahead and scrapped everything live-action. They won't. Too much money. I agree. I agree. They they probably will never do this. But I'm just saying, though, I would think it would be really cool if they just went ahead, scrapped all that, and started their own, um, started another cinematic universe, but it's all animated. Have, like, an actual overarching story similar to, like, you know, what Marvel is doing, but just all animated. Yeah, I, I mean, I feel wow. like I'm, I feel I'm like super so, down for that. Yeah, like, I feel wow. like so much more can be done with animation, and, Mar- and DC has already proven this. Like a lot of the Batman movies, the animated Batman movies are legit. Yeah, what's I think the, you're onto something. That could be their niche. Yeah. What's the one? Um, Escape from Arkham. Cheaper yeah, still. Escape from Arkham. That should have been what Suicide Squad was. You yes, know? it should have been. Yeah, exactly. Um, um, even under the, the Red Hood. Under the Red Hood was so good. Even the Superman movie, uh, Doom, was so cool. That, yes. That was really good. It was so good. That's where you got to actually see uh, Supergirl. Her fight with Doomsday, or not Doomsday, yeah, no, um, what's his name? Darkseid. Darkseid. Uh, that was so cool, because like, he had like the laser beams falling or stuff like that. She like went behind him and like, like made him made his laser beams hit him. Like It was just so good. That's what I'm saying. They, if I doubt they would. I totally doubt no. they would do this. But a whole... Cinematic universe um, main story arc animated would be so you, cool. You know, and you know what? If they didn't want to do like the set, like in the movie that way, what would be really, I think, is to bring back the Justice League animated and yes. and tell stories in that form. They might do that, but yes. make it not. And I know, like the Justice League was like targeted towards mostly younger audience. But they make, already reviewed that. They uh, not yeah. Oh, well, okay. They did, but it they made it much. They kind of did the same thing when they did for Teen Titans Go. Is they made it much more for kids, like younger yeah. kids. Uh, I'm saying take that just yeah. the concept that was for like the ten year olds, and let's bring that up to like the you know young adults to adults yeah. level of animated, and that would be really make it. You could tell so, you could tell so many stories that way too because yeah. there's your actors don't get old. Well, and you don't. They don't get old. Here's the thing. When you're doing a live-action movie, you're investing so much into a story that you're having to condense into yeah. a movie. Whereas if you're working with a show that is animated, you have less production cost. Mm-hmm. You're not you're not having to, you know, get all these actors together in one spot. You you just you just need voice acting, and I think that's a lot more sustainable, especially if you want to tell a longer story. You want to tell a story in a show. I think that increases the cap for quality if you have it to begin with in your writing and there's some really good voice actors out there um like if they can get what's his name um mark hamill well mark hamill would be great but um steve bloom steve bloom he is the voice actor he's most notably known for uh spike spiegel in cowboy bebop in the english oh wow 
Legend. Legendary. Yeah, everybody loves that dude. His voice, he's done so much stuff. Get him on this project, you know, he would do great on, I think, multiple different types of voices. Um, well, or the other thing that I think about to make DC excited is, and I think they're trying this with that terrible Teen Titans series, uh, but go the Netflix route and do a TV series, like, like you know, in the, in the vein of Stranger Things, but for... Uh, but go for that that route. Marvel could do, maybe maybe DC will fit better there, telling smaller stories with a bigger overarching thing. They try to tell one grand story. As long as no one really tries to clone Stranger Things, I've no. seen trailers for terabad movies that have come out where you see you literally see a group of kids on bicycles in the eighties. I'm instantly angry. Oh yeah, you, well you know what's more something... modern but like still kind of like retro vibes. I'm instantly angry. I'm like. I, I'm immediately done. I'm like, Stranger Things rip off. I shouted. <laughs> but I'm saying like, take take the um, some of the classic like Superman from like from the 70s, like Adam West with Batman in the 60s. Take like some of that stuff in that maybe that time period, the 70s, 80s, and make a Justice League or something in that vein of in those in like in that era on a Netflix style show. I would I wouldn't be mad at that. It, that's the thing too, because I think movies are very difficult to make a good like overall story for. Um, with a TV show series, you get enough time to actually have character development, and you really actually get the time to care about what people are doing. And Golden age of TV. That's where we're at. Yeah, and because of these streaming services, you don't have to wrap everything up in one episode like you used to have. You have. Yeah, because you're releasing the entire season. The only limit is money. It's great. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so, and I think I also think DC should embrace the campiness of their roots. They really should. Yeah, like people love that stuff. Like you, you it's not cheesy anymore to be cheesy. Like no. it's it's actually fun. Because listen, I want to have fun when I go to the movie theaters these days. I don't want to be sad anymore. I'm tired of that. Yeah. I'm like, I want to see, like, you know, Superman stumble as Clark Kent and yeah. be, make it super campy looking or, or, you know, Batman make terrible Robin jokes. Yeah. yeah I'm man. cool with that. This is like DC, pay us. If they do it right, if they do it right, I can be cool with it. Yeah. So. True. It's all in the execution. And yeah, it's like, it's hard to get excited anymore for any DC movies because of their track record lately. Um,. But, like, there's potential for something. They just... Somebody at WBH has got to really make the right calls these days. So, I guess we can come back and talk about the topic on the next episode, maybe, after we've seen Aquaman and see if we... If that was the the spark that DC needed or was that the nail in the coffin? Zero expectations from Aquaman. Me too. Yeah. But I love Jason Momoa, though. He... You know what? I do like Jason Momoa as well. He seems like... He really is kind of the... um, he does look like that basketball player. No. <laughs> um, he's not Steven Adams. Oh, Steven Adams. I, well, yeah, he kind of does look like Steven Adams. Yeah. But um, he, he's kind of that... He was definitely casted to make Aquaman look cool again. You know, because there's so many jokes of, like, you know, oh, Aquaman's name. He just talks to fish. Yeah. He really is kind of there to bring that back. But honestly, we already had a good representation of how cool Aquaman is already. Do we? Again, in, in the animated TV show. Oh, yeah. He's, in the he's, Justice yeah. League animated TV show. And even in one of the He's movies. OP in that. Yeah. 
But nobody remembers that, do they? No. 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 Pepper's Farms remembers. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. So. So that's that's DC Cinematic, huh? Yeah, that's DC Cinematic. I think we we uh, really beat that horse. So, <laughs> we have to wrap it up, yeah. Yep. But overall, I think we uh, covered all our topics. This uh, podcast was like a little over two hours. I'm proud of us. I was. I, I didn't think we have enough uh, topics to talk about, but we can we can split up this stuff. I mean, yeah. we have. We're gonna find more topics to talk about. That's true. I, I think we're see a big one. I want to talk about well. next time. Yeah. So um, that was the podcast. That was uh, episode one. Yay! Give us a, everybody a big round of applause here. Um, episode one, it was a lot of fun. Uh, I had a good time. You guys had a good time? Yeah, fun. Right. I enjoyed myself. Awesome. And uh, I hope you, uh, the listeners um, slash viewers, I don't know, we might put this on YouTube, I don't know. Um, but we hope that you enjoyed it as well. Hopefully um, uh, you'll be expecting another episode because we're going to do it regardless of what you say. So there you go. Um, other than that, so... Um, the Way Party Podcast, Episode One. Um, ending, ending, any, any uh, ending statements. Uh, Andrew, go. What you got? Closing statements. I hope someone's listening, but if not, that's okay. All right. Uh, bet, bet. Um, Derek, closing statements. What you got? The Way Party Podcast. I'm signing out. <laughs> right, good, good, good first episode. True, true. Uh, my closing statements. Uh, hold on, I gotta, I gotta get a little bit close to the mic for this. Guys, guys, oh, no. guys, go, go, go! Watch into the Spider Verse. Just, just, just for me, <laughs> do it. Just, hold on, let me, let me, let me get a little bit closer, guys. Trust me, Spider Man. This is an ASMR video. Can <laughs> <laughs> you do that again? <laughs> Let's do a whole show like that. Oh God, no! <laughs> no people want that. He starts rubbing. No one wants that. Microphone. The ASMR podcast. <laughs> it gets like a, like a little, you know, those little, uh, those little things you use to scratch stuff off of dishes. What's that called? I don't know. A sponge. Uh, yeah, take that. Put that on your microphone. Oh God, no! <laughs> yeah, that'll be so bad. Um, yeah. Walk into Kyle's room, you just see him rubbing his microphone with socks. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Kyle, can you can you cut that in the editing? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so save like it to... save it for another episode. Oh god. Cut so... that in. Do a fake do a fake ASMR intro. Oh jeez. So give us a, yeah, give us a, a, a close out that you can actually cut in, Kyle. <laughs> We'd like to thank you for listening to the Away Party podcast. And uh, hope to hear uh, hear from y'all uh, in the comments. Um, if there are going to be comments, I don't think there are. I don't know. Um, appreciate you oh, listening to the Way Party Podcast. Hope y'all have a great rest of y'all's day, and uh, we will see y'all manana. Peace. Hasta luego. All right. So that was fun. That yes. Was fun.